love to eat turkey. <laughs> love to eat turkey. I love you. Cause it's good. Love to eat turkey like a good boy should. Cause it's turkey to eat. So good. That clapping's messing my head up, man. Welcome to the best place for news in Japan. I don't, whatever. Welcome to the A4 Play Podcast. I'm You're like intentionally Yay. screwing up the beginning, aren't you? I, I am. The best A4 Play Podcast. Yes. Uh, welcome to the A4 Play Podcast. I'm your host, Justin J.J. Epperson. Uh, Mark is out doing super cool stuff super, right now. Uh, he might stop by later on in the podcast, um, but for now he's hard at work at uh, uh, getting Project Z ready for everybody, uh, and uh, well, yeah, he'll be uh, on later. Maybe, Maybe we'll hear from Maybe. him mm. after. Maybe. But... With us today is our sort of regular ragtag group of video game hooligans. <laughs> uh, and uh, Sorry, I didn't do any uh, nicknames this of week. Of course you didn't do any nicknames, because Mark gave you an opportunity today with his, like, <laughs> we're going to stop doing nicknames yeah, thing. We're going to rein those in, is what he said. I think he probably Par- saw that gaff thread about the dude complaining about too much chit-chat. <laughs> <laughs> so we should just have a full chit-chat episode of 8-4 Play. Yeah, I, well, that's fine. Uh, but with us this week, as you heard just now, John uh, Black Mario... Hi. Well, that's that, pretty good for yeah. on, on the spot. Yeah. Is that because mm-hmm. I'm wearing a hat that looks like a Mario hat and yes. it's black? Exactly. Yes, exactly. There exactly. you go. Now on the spot nicknames. Pressure's that's right. on. I know. And then... Uh, um, good luck, JJ. Roy. Uh, Fallout Boy. Roy. Did we use that Fallout one yet? Boy. That's pretty good. Blakely. That's not bad. Uh, and also with us is uh, Colin. Uh, oh, I can't wait for this. Monster Hunter. Uh, Earl. Yeah. You're so a bastard, Colin the bastard, <laughs> Colin the bastard, Chesney. Who did I say your last Turn name right? By the way, he's yeah. full of okay. tricksies and tricks. Who is the only one among us who was able to get a copy of Monster Hunter Cross yeah. early? Which mm. like two I, I days feel, early. I feel like I should take a little bit of responsibility for because yesterday he messaged us and was like, "Hey, you guys want to pre- re- uh, pre-order Monster Hunter?" And me thinking like you know any normal person would like all games in Japan come out on Thursday right so I was expecting oh well you know what it's it's only it a tomorrow, day early or whatever it's yeah. not even we'll get it on Thursday at our local places it's a whole two days actually it comes out on Saturday mm. and which yeah. is interesting because I don't think they usually do that right I mean Maybe. basically like in Japan if a game comes out on Saturday that's like the biggest deal thing or right. whatever it's like, like you Dragon know, Quest come out on Saturday right. and I guess Monster Hunter is the only other game right and they basically do this to avoid the you know the whole skip in school and so on and so forth is that, thing is that still a thing I thought that was just like I a, mean apparently an urban so. legend no it wasn't an urban no. legend the urban legend part was that it was a law it's never been a law yeah. that okay. you couldn't mm-hmm. release but but it was they absolutely did release Dragon Quest games and do yeah. still on Saturdays to avoid people like skipping mm-hmm. work and skipping school basically right. sounds I like mean, a <laughs> recipe for enormous lines though like mm-hmm. is that, well, is yeah. that- is that normally how it's been for Monster Hunter? Because it used these... to be that way, but now people pre-order. Right. Just, they, oh. People used to not be able to pre-order here, hmm. oh. and now, like with Amazon, you just don't get the lines anymore. We live in the pre-order era yeah. now. So, right. Um, and, but in addition to that, I feel a little left out. 
because you were all pressuring me hey, the, the week get, leading up. They're like, are you guys, are, are you going to get, are you going to get Monster gonna, Hunter? We're going to get, get Monster Hunter? It's going to be day one, just we're, not day negative two. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get the game. Okay. And besides, you need the extra days to practice to, before. To we get up to your game. level. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> like, once we get the game, it's like, psh, to the moon. Anyways, uh, also with us, making a rare uh, uh, appearance <laughs> is uh, Masa... I don't know. <laughs> cool, cool guy. Cool see? guy. See? JJ is... Masa's like, like the busiest man at A4. Dude uh, is always up to something. We need to clone Masa. We need a clone of Masa. <laughs> so I, like, think, I think a good nickname potentially could have been Welcome to the Apple Utopia, oh, Masa. Yeah. Because you just got an iPhone, yes. didn't yes. you? Finally. Finally. So, up until now, Masa mm. has been using like a rinky dink Android phone, and I'm not saying that like as a knock to Android phones. This was like literally like the a rinky dink Android, uh, phone. like a bottom yeah. of the barrel Android phone. <laughs> that was horrible. Yeah, <laughs> and now he's 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 joined the master race. So, what prompted the switch <laughs> to iPhone and not just like a newer Android? Uh nothing much. Nothing. I just you just want to be like the other cool kids at eight four who all have <laughs> iPhones. <laughs> no, I just tired of using. That crappy. Yeah, that was old. Phone. That phone was old. <laughs> yeah, and kind of fall yeah. Not so old as like a flip phone. You still do see flip phones every right. now and then in Japan. But it was, it's but a lot antenna. actually. It's got an antenna. Yeah, it's got an antenna. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's how old it is. So that's that's how <laughs> that's what we're talking about here. Well, right? congratulations um, on yes. that. Speaking of Apple Utopia, I'm just going to jump around here. But did anybody sure. else pick up uh, Apple TV? My parents did, and when I was in America, I was using it. So you got to try bit. it out? I did. The remote's really nice. Like, it's super sensitive. It um, is nice, yeah. We were talking to an unnamed developer friend. I don't want to ruin the... Well, I can't say what game he's talking about, but they were considering porting their game to the Apple TV and was just talking about how, you know, Apple wants you to... Your game has to... Con- like, it can have controller support, but it has to also have... It has to be playable without a controller, yeah. And certain touch games, I guess, which you used to use, you know, your full iPhone screen, your iPad screen, don't necessarily translate well because the touch thing is so small on the on the remote. Right. I think that's really sad, though, because this, I, I find that, that even though it's really small, it's super sensitive and really responsive, I guess. It like, is, but it, it is kind of like a, this disconnect, right? On an iPhone, you're directly tapping on the screen, but now it's more like a, like a mouse trackpad sort of thing. Right, but it's still a touch screen, though. I mean, it's essentially a touch panel. So, like, you don't have to look at it to know what you're doing. You could still move your way around the screen and stuff. But right. mm, yeah. I want to see more games on Apple TV because I feel like the, the interface is really nice. And, you know, there's so some... is there actually, like, a track ball thing on the controller? No, it's, I don't know. it's, it's literally a touch... It's like, it's like a touch panel. Like, imagine oh, the back oh. of the Vita or Or, like, whatever. what's on the PS4 controller? Yeah, exactly, like mm, what's on the PS4 yeah, okay. controller. And if you push it in, it acts as a button, also like the oh, PS4 controller. Right. Um... But, you know, until now, we've only got games like, you know, Cannabalt and uh, Crossy Road. And they're good games, but they're not necessarily the game you'd want to play on your TV. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, like a, it's like a nice, you know, when you're bored in front of the TV sort of thing. Um, but not something I would seriously game on yet, right? Yeah, it seems like it's kind of far from that. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about some of the games we've been playing. Uh, why don't we start out with, so me, Roy, and I guess Colin, mm-hmm. you as well, we downloaded the Monster Hunter X demo. Yes. Uh, which came out last cross, week. Cross, JJ. Cross. I'm sorry, Monster Hunter Cross <laughs> demo, um, which is actually quite a robust demo. It allows mm-hmm. you to play every single weapon, mm-hmm. uh, every different style. So the right. new thing in Monster Hunter X is that each weapon has uh, four different styles. There's the uh, uh, the guild style, which is like the the 
basically the base weapon mm-hmm. that you you know and love from okay. Monster Hunter's past. Nothing really changed. I mean, there are like some s- slight movement changes because it's a new game. Sure, but it's like basically as you know the weapon. Okay. Then there's the striker style, which um, lets you use three different special moves. All all of the styles that you do special moves, um, but striker is the only one that lets you use three. Um, okay. And these are like special moves that, uh, uh, as you attack monsters, charge up and allow you to you know do like these big showy attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yes, yeah, there's a striker style, and then there's the aerial style, which allows you to just basically jump at will. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, you can use all sorts of aerial You can, attacks. like, what jump is, off of creatures. Like, even little yeah. ones. You can. Mm-hmm. Wait, you can only do that with the striker style, though? With or? the aerial. No, the aerial oh, style. with the aerial. Mm-hmm. So what, oh, sorry. So what is the, what are the downsides? Like, let's say I choose the striker style. What am I missing out on? Is it just the unique things of well, there's, the other? There's, hold on, there's still one more style. There's, okay. Then there's the well, Bushido. Yeah, and then, then there's Bushido, which okay. is like the uh, I am a pro at Monster Hunter <laughs> style. Basically, it allows you to, if your weapon has the ability to block, you have like a like a just block. So like if you oh, like block a, within a frame of getting hit, like it'll give you a special property. Or right. if you dodge at like, style. just the right sti- mm. time, you get like this badass dodge that allows you to take advantage or something. Mm. But uh, to answer your question, each style, the move list. For that, like, say you've got a, 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 a lance, mm-hmm. um, and if you pick uh, the Bushido style, mm-hmm. uh, you don't have... There's a counterattack with the lance. They remove the counterattack completely. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, in the aerial style, um, I forget what it is. Uh... Okay, but well, there's something. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, 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 there's basically everything you take a little, you gain a little. Like in the Bushido style, you don't have a counterattack, but your last attack in your like default combo ha- has three extra hits. Okay, so it sounds a little bit like the ism thing back in the Street Fighter Alpha days. Sure, like, sure, yeah. That's super interesting because it feels like the. I mean, it's it just sounds like it makes so much sense. So much sense. It's weird they haven't done this before yeah. with Monster Hunter. To be able to play with different play styles for each weapon. Yeah, I think they've kind of thought about it up till now that each weapon was like a play style. Yeah. But now they're 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 dividing it even further, so it's like you know you can really right. Specify. How does it how does it feel? Um, it's actually so it depends on the weapon, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know, I think some people would argue that like any weapon and any style is totally viable, and that's probably true. Mm-hmm. But like I think. Depending on your personal play styles, you might gravitate more to certain things. Like also, the enemy too. I think would yes, the been. enemy also because like take for instance the aerial style. You the like the main crux of that style is that you jump and then bounce off an, uh, a monster and attack it midair. And on smaller monsters, that's actually kind of hard to do. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. in the demo, there are three monsters. There's uh, uh, there's like a it's like a jaggy ripoff. It's kind of like a yeah, lizard, like type a, a weird kangaroo thing. lizard. Yeah, yeah. Wait, it's a new monster. There are two new monsters. Oh, nice. That guy, and then there's an owl, big old owl. I didn't realize there were new monsters. Kuga. I thought it was just going to be like the big, you know, amalgamation of all the old. Uh, monsters. There's a yeah, lot no. of new monsters. There's a lot of new monsters, nice. and then the, and then the last one's Narga Kuga or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, Using the aerial style on the like kangaroo guy, like you end up whiffing a lot. Mm-hmm. Like you'll jump up and you'll like go off and he'll be like some other mm-hmm, place and mm-hmm. it's just like I can't hit him. But against Narcuga, he's big and you're like jumping, you just hit him all over the place. So it's it's actually really fun. Mm-hmm. But what I, I my personally I really like uh the great sword aerial style. Mm-hmm. Um just because it feels really good to jump up in the air and just like cause uh 
with the the great sword aerial style, you lose all your charge attacks, which is basically the crux of great sword. Of great yeah. sword, but you do gain an aerial charge attack, uh, and just like landing that, you know, you jump up and it's like, <laughs> and like it just feels really good, and you're just like cleaving into this monster. So my impression for when I first, you know, when we first heard about this game was that it was going to be like a little bit more action oriented yeah. than than normal. Would you say that's accurate or? Is yeah, it, is I, it still pretty technical? I mean, it is technical. I, it's, it doesn't dumb the game down. Mm-hmm. It definitely doesn't I feel think like if it's anything. Dumb it makes it more complicated. Yeah, because now yeah. you have to consider all these different variables of how you're going to approach an enemy, and then also like I, I'm still getting used to the fact that you've got these these things on the bottom screen, these attacks that you right. have to like pay attention to when they're charging and when to use them and everything. Yeah. That's what are still, those? Well, the uh, you know how he's talking about the striker. Yeah, the striker has like the oh, these are those special attacks. Special yeah. attacks, yeah. So, so those those are on your bottom screen. It's like a bar that fills up as you uh, do the appropriate action right. enough mm-hmm. times. And so, oh, go ahead. I- I'm guessing the demo might not go in this deep, but have you figured out yet, or do you know? Like, do are are you using? So I'm a hammer guy, for example, and yes. typically in past games, you know, you'd you'd get your materials, and little by little, you're upgrading to bigger and better hammers. Does that is that separate from this whole style thing? Like, if I have a whatever the Colin Hammer of uh, Justice, like, can I use that on any style, or is it like only certain weapons with certain styles? I'm pretty sure it's all weapons for all. Style. We'll know on Saturday, but I think all weapons, all styles. I think, I think so. the style is more of a character ba- based. Gotcha. So it doesn't really decision. impact your how your weapons grow and how you like yeah. what because you know it's essentially it's like a it's like a branching path basically pretty, when you're growing right. weapons. I'm pretty sure in the demo, like if you were if you changed style but kept the weapon, you you had the same gear, right? Yeah, so, it was so the I same think it's gear. Pretty, I see. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, so like the special, I think the special attacks are pretty cool. Mm. Uh, I hope there are more of them. I'm sure there are because, because I didn't particularly like the the two lance ones that were given. Uh, you being the lance guy, yeah, because there's one that's like a a charge attack right. that you like just charge at the guy and uh-huh. then you you know hit him with their lance. Mm. But I could never get the timing right, uh-huh. so I would just like run past them every <laughs> single time. Uh, I, and I, the other one is like a it's like a you block an attack and then it like supercharges your lance. Uh huh. So you gotta have to like kind of. You know, wait for the attack to come and then block and right. then use it. You know, it so sounds to me like even more so. I mean, it really, I think the Street Fighter Alpha comparison is actually pretty apt because like Monster Hunter already was like Street Fighter to me, like each character being like, each weapon being like a different character, right? And now it sounds like within each character, you're learning different ways to play as them. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's fun. It's just like you know, they're easy to learn. Right. From what I could tell so far, like I could go and do any style I wanted, and right. each has like their pluses and minuses. Mm-hmm. But like you know, I think it's going to be really fun. I don't know so much about the like because it seems kind of like a retread. A lot of the same monsters, a lot of like subclasses and stuff like that. Right. I mean, that's again like I, I so I sort of stopped following this because yeah. this is like a rare opportunity for us to like dig into a Monster Hunter game without knowing much about it, right? Because it's you know it's new, it's different, right. and. My impression early on was that this is like a the sort of uh, you know all, Monster Hunter All Stars like yeah. because they mention you're going to be going to different towns from the previous games right. and they're going to have like everything in one big fat you they're, know they're, package. They're reusing stages that you can uh, go to and stuff and towns like that. and stuff yeah. too, right? Mm-hmm. That's all awesome. So I, I guess we've dug in kind of deep on the on the technical aspects and stuff, but just generally speaking, like what else? Like we know the game is has internet play just like the previous uh, one. We got to talk about cats. cats. So yeah, there's, cats. there's a yes. big thing that we're forgetting about, but right. the the nyantas, mm-hmm. the cat hunters. <laughs> Basically, it's I don't know. It's kind of like Monster Hunter for babies. 
Well, really? no, no. Okay. I don't think that's true. Roy, make your argument. Oh, oh. Okay, first, before you make an argument, explain just what it is okay, well, in general so terms. In, in the demo, anyway, in addition to the myriad of weapons you can choose, you can also choose to just be a cat, which is like the, uh, the you know, in all these games, there's like a feline company, yeah. your hunter, but now and you, they kind of help out. Now you can play as the feline, right. as mm-hmm. a character, wow. in normal hunts. The palicos. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And are these, so... Can felines, like, can I be a feline and you're a regular hunter and we yeah. play together? Yeah. yeah. So there's nothing really different. It's just like having a new race to play as, essentially. I mean, well, presumably they it, have their own equipment it, and it all play, that stuff, it too. It plays totally different. But they do have their own weapons and equipment that you can craft and everything. But it's not but, like there are, like, Palico-exclusive quests and things like that. They're no. going well, on the same hunts as you are. Yeah, yeah. They as, can far as, fi- as far as we know. No. Right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they can still hunt large monsters the same way sure, you can. Sure, sure. But I think they have more of a support role than possibly any other class. Because they have like these weird uh, gimmicks they can kind of pull out at any time based on like how well they're doing. Like if you if you it's it's all based on like how many times you can hit the enemy. There's like this gauge that fills up. It's really simple actually, mm. which may be why JJ thinks it's for babies. Well, I'll, but, I'll explain <laughs> my. So once it fills up enough times, you have access to different tiers of of tricks. And like one of them, which I found out to be a lot of fun, is just like a huge bomb, yeah. and you can just pull it out and you can throw it at the enemy or even just like waddle up to him. And then after a certain amount of time, the bomb just explodes on its own. And if you're just standing near it, then the monster takes a bunch of Is that of like in your inventory, or that's just like unlimited, it's, basically? I think it's kind of like a skill. There are, but it, it, there are inventory-based skills, and I think there are also just like So is this kind of like the Palicos in the previous games where you had the barrel bombs or the boomerangs or whatever, right, depending right. on your playstyle? All style. the same stuff. Mm. Like you Yeah, can, I don't know how you can customize them just yet. Hmm. Um, but in the demo, there's only one Nyanta, and it's like a preset mm-hmm. thing. Okay. And like there are like the things that Roy said, and then there are item-based uh, special attacks, um, which run out if you run out of those items. So okay, let's see. So and you're not into it, JJ? Or, I'm not or into what? it because like the the basic gameplay mm-hmm. is very like button mashy. Mm-hmm. Like you know you don't have the weight and uh, you know mm-hmm. I can see that of a regular Monster Hunter weapon. There's not a lot of uh, animation. You know it's like a pop 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 and then run away. There's got to be some reason for them though, right? I mean, it, you think it's just to make it more appealing to our the ad, uh, our the ad, audience? The ad, yes, because the ad campaign. Uh-huh. The the one person that's playing as the Nyanta is of course a woman. That's so lame. Mm, so yeah, that's <laughs> the, yeah. It is lame, but that's what I don't know. I, I found I it to be a lot of fun just to like to see Monster Hunter from this smaller perspective, sure. and to like you know <laughs> yeah. you're fighting fighting this mm. huge monster. And you're used to being like a you know like a averagely sized human. Right. Now. But you're see, like, what would have been really like, awesome though is if it was like the the hunt the you could have like four hunters and four cats. You know what I mean? Like like eight play, players. Yeah, maybe? because like I feel like if you're if you three people want to be cats and one guy, but wants then they have to like, really dumb down the amount of damage the cats do to the point where they're like practically you can't solo as them or even yeah. like two player as them. Probably. Well, I don't know, but it just seems to me now like if the three of us want to be a cat and Colin wants to be a hunter, like we're kind of automatically putting ourselves at a disadvantage. That's There's got to be more to that's it. There's got to be more to it the than case. We, that, we understand. I've seen times for the Nyanta that were in line with actual weapons. I think if you play it right, you can do really well. Mm. Um, but I don't know. It may just be like a side like attraction for I, me. I just okay. kind of imagine them as, as sort of the, your, the fear lines that you normally have in the game as your partners, where occasionally they'll do something that really helps you out, like laying a trap or, or right. playing the, the healing sure. horn. Only you get to actually control that. Exactly, since, since exactly. You're playing as the cat. No, that's totally cool. I just, but like Roy said, that makes me think that it's like they're relegated to a support role, which is a little. I don't but know. But people like 
support roles in Monster Hunter. Yeah, I think. that's they, a big, been, mm, Monster Hunter yeah. kind of lacks. Yeah, sure. Well, you know, we're talking about it a ton, but the game is not even the real game is not in our True. hands. We'll be talking about us. it a yeah. ton, uh, and until, I have barely gotten past the character creation screen. <laughs> right. So we'll we'll definitely dive in a little more next time. Hopefully, bring back uh, Gaijin Hunter Adam to talk sure. about the game um, as it comes out on Saturday. I don't Saturday. know. He's, what does that he's, sound? He's, sound? He's, he's too cool for us now. Maybe he's hanging out with his Poogie pals. <laughs> did, you, did you guys hear something? Ho, I just, ho, ho. Merry <laughs> Christmas. Oh, it's who it is. Christmas past. It's a Christmas. Oh, wait, it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Thanksgiving, Miro? Happy Thanksgiving. Ho, 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 happy Black Friday. <laughs> it's, you know, it's... Still, it's the ghost of Black Friday. Thanksgiving's over here in Japan, so yeah. that's true. Yeah, Black Friday needs its own um, like uh, holiday character. <laughs> you gotta be careful I don't know what that, that would one. be. It'd be like a fat woman in a moo moo, <laughs> <laughs> like sm- stepping on your face for a flat screen TV. Um, Hi, but yes, tis I back come to deliver you from. What were we talking about? Monster Hunter. Monster, we just finished. It's all we basically oh, talked about so far. I wanted to hear about Monster that. Hunter Cross. Well, I'll just have to listen to this podcast. Probably next week. Yeah. Next next episode we'll be talking about it too. It sounds um, good. It sounds interesting. I, it's the first, I mean, like not knowing, going in Monster Hunter Fresh and really not knowing much about it is really exciting. I'm super stoked to get up I can't wait for you guys to have it so we can actually play together. We, we will. will. We this will. Weekend. Very soon. So people are playing the demo. We're not going to talk about it again. I'm just, that's what you were talking yeah. about. We're yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Colin got the full thing, but nice. <laughs> nice. Started. As Colin is wont to do. Right. Um, I'm Mark McDonald, by the way no I'm one's gonna introduce me i have to introduce myself gabby jesus like a goddamn animal <laughs> um how's it going did you guys do nicknames uh sort of really jj tried to bail out on the nickname thing but ultimately we, gave it his came best up shot. with some on the fly triage. did we talk triage. about the, the future of nicknames at all we discussed, no, your, we discussed your uh, your dis, did we did we discuss just, we had a cold we had Actually, a false start I'm not sure what we said on the false no, start we, we, we said did the real one but we, yeah. did, well, we did okay yes we're we're gonna cut down on nickname chatter yeah you know I we we, we saw some feedback and we you as, saw the gaff thread as always with feedback <laughs> did you see that thread yeah they don't want the personal chit chat the hate thread oh of, yeah yeah I saw that thread <laughs> uh, but but as always with feedback uh, we look at it and then we say to ourselves do I th- agree with this and if we do then we actually like do something on it. If we don't, we print it out on a piece of paper and we like uh, ceremonial, ceremoniously like light it on fire or yes. wipe our ass with mm-hmm. it, <laughs> or wipe Wolf. our ass and then light it on fire. Yeah, but um, no. Every once in a while, actually, people who've been listening to the show for years will probably know that you know we've done this before. Yeah. It's like yeah, it, 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 it goes one way for a while, and we get a lot of feedback that people like hearing about, especially life in Japan, but. Uh, I like that stuff. I like talking about it. No, I, I like, I like just shooting too. the shit. And I don't think that's what the, 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 the complaints that I agree with are not really about that. It's kind of about, like, my, my thing is, and I, I think it's, uh, it makes sense, is we talk about games and you learn about the people through the games. You know, it's not that none of us are interesting or, deep, you know, any of, that, any of that shit. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, learn about me through through what games I like. Um, sure, but anyway, also it's a pain in the ass thinking of nicknames, and I hate stretching <laughs> for nicknames. Agreed, and it's stupid sometimes. Uh, not, I don't so, think it's stupid, but um, anyway, Spirit, we're, from next episode, Spirit Animals. There you go. <laughs> well, that's right. I like that. We'll just be we'll just have the one nickname all the time. But uh, the other thing we're not going to do is talk about talking about nicknames uh, anymore. So. Yes. What are we going to talk about? What else have people been playing? Uh, did you guys talk about Fallout? No, we, no, we, we only talked about Monster Hunter, so why okay. don't we yeah. do a little Fallout? Yeah, Fallout, so, so let's check in on the world of Fallout. Have you built your, like, giant pagoda? Like, have you seen that thing? video? No, you know, actually... What did you say? 
You didn't see the ejaculating <laughs> penis? <laughs> what? Some guys yeah, spent really probably no. Some guys spent probably ninety in-game hours making an enormous, like illuminated little animation of a penis ejaculating. Like it's like, course, like probably eight stories tall. What's, yeah. What is he used for the ejaculate? Is it just just <laughs> the white glowing light, light panel panel on. on? No, wait, what? I need to know. No, it's it's just like it's just a flat screen that shows an animation of a penis ejaculating. Wait, it's you could like, do that in Fallout? Yeah, you can yeah. make light blocks that are connected to generators that light up a oh, certain color. Oh, so it's all color. done with lights. Yeah. yeah. That's, light, light, know, light the break. thing that I keep hearing about Fallout that makes me really I mean, I'm going to play it for sure, but the thing that makes me like scratch my chin a little bit is everybody seems to be doing shit that has nothing to do with the main game. Like that's all anyone's <laughs> talking about. But all those games, yeah. those, those are the things that go viral, right? And like it's not it's not just somebody playing through Skyrim normally. It's the right. guy who collected every spoon in the game and like put them all in <laughs> the right. one or, with watermelon. Or turned the dragons into Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. That's the only part that we've talked about so far, right? right? right. Fallout, Fallout is that. So um and it's the closest I'll ever get to playing Minecraft. I just can't get into <laughs> Minecraft, but for some reason, I spend so much time. People like I'm making <laughs> weird shit. But Roy, the thing that fascinated me about Fallout, so I was asking Roy earlier this week, how's this Fallout game going? You started mm. over. I started over. I do this a lot in games like this. Do you uh, ever finish them, though? Or Well, yeah, usually I do. It's more, it's like I just gotta, I try the game, and I'm like, am I getting the feel I want, and I wasn't? Did you I, make some moral choices you were unhappy with? Or no. Or is this more I, like you didn't like your character? I didn't, I think I made my character too good not to brag but i made them too good <laughs> too good like too virtuous too no too like like no, there was no challenge awesome. are There's, you serious yeah you max minned your way to like kind of destroying the challenge of the game and i also was playing on normal which i think was another mistake okay <laughs> that combination made it so that like i was just super bored how far were you in by this point uh probably like maybe 10 hours oh wow that's yeah. pretty wow. early on to be like yeah this is too easy I'm well it's just over. like i was one-shotting everything which just wasn't wow. it wasn't enjoyable and then I was, like, you know, reading stuff online, because I like to read, like, you know, other people's ideas of builds and yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, totally. And I started to get some ideas for, like, a melee build, and I was like, that would be a lot more challenging. You know what else would make mm. it a lot more challenging? If I put it on mm. the hardest difficulty in the game. And that's so, what you're doing That's now? what I'm doing, yeah. What is the hardest difficulty in the game? It's called, what is it, survival? Sur- survival. survival. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Is it enjoyable? Like, I'm having a good time, yeah, because it's like, I have to approach everything a little differently. Whereas normally, if it's like a group of enemies, I could just like run in there and just, you know, I'm probably going to be fine. I might have to use like one stim pack or something. But I'll so you're like a Fallout super veteran, though, like like specialist almost. Maybe, um, Colin. What's your experience? I, I've been taking advice actually from Roy, uh-huh. uh, but I did about the same thing. Roy is the guru. After maybe eight or nine hours into the game, I started over. I rebuilt my because character. Because of difficulty, Crazy. Or? Um, but the yeah, the other way around. I messed up building my character. Okay. I was playing through, and as you gain levels, uh, you you get a point that you can put into your perks, right? Mm. And so the perks system is actually really really in depth each perk has multiple levels that you can go into Mm -hmm. uh and the way i built my character at first i was uh really high in perception and agility and luck because i like messing around with luck you know spontaneously people exploding that's like a worthless attribute (laughs) i normally put nothing at all that's why i like putting so much into luck because it's so worthless um (laughs) but i found as i was getting more points from levels and perks there was nothing i wanted to put the point into there was nothing that I felt like would make my character stronger. All of the perks that I had available to me just looked terrible. So, so I started over and, and, and rebuilt it, you know, spec'd it out differently. And now I have the opposite problem where 
each time I get a point, I want to put mm, in so many different things. Can't level up fast enough. Yeah. Mm, mm. I see. Yeah. So what? And what about difficulty wise? Um, what difficulty are you playing on? Uh, I was playing around with the difficulty a little bit. I I didn't realize where you could change the difficulty. I'm used to games telling me right at the start what what yeah, you want to be. Yeah, it's kind of weird on. that they don't do that. Yeah, you have to go through the options to find. Oh, interesting. Find okay. where the difficulty is, sure. and so I. Did the same, like I cranked it up to survival. Okay, uh, it just play- defaults to normal then. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Play so is that- it like playing like Daisy or something? Like everything could just kill you in an instant. Or it's one it's shot like to the head. You never yeah. want to approach like more than two things at once. Mm-hmm. I see. Like, that's I see. always a mm-hmm. recipe for disaster. Okay. Just yeah. like in a real apocalypse. Yes. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So it's more like it. I found I couldn't do survival actually. Oh really? You back? Yeah. I, I I cranked Can it you up change and then at any time or do yeah. you have to? Oh okay. And if you're if you're on survival, oh, the harder you make the game, the more likely you are to find like legendary weapons which mm-hmm. have like added oh, that's effects. Cool. Uh, yeah. That's good. Yeah, that mm. makes you that's give the, you a reason to play harder. Right, because actually increasing the difficulty, all it does is make things do more damage to you, and you do less damage to it, which is kind of cheap. Okay, like mm-hmm. it used to be, they had it in New Vegas, right? They had that hardcore mode where. You need to eat and drink and sleep. Mm. Oh, wow. But they yeah, don't have yeah. that in this. So, so it's, it's really just modifying damage. So it's more like loot dependent. Uh, what do you mean? Meaning that, like, in order to be successful, you need better loot. Or different strategies, I guess. Okay. Mm. Mm. I mean, you don't need better loot. It's just... Uh, well, if you're doing less damage, you'll want something that does... Yeah. But a lot of times, the the unique items you get from these more difficult, rare enemies yeah. are just... They're more interesting. Okay. Uh, like, mm. not necessarily better or worse every single time. Like, uh, like interesting in one way is, like, they shoot out lots one of, of shit or... One of the things... I haven't seen something like that yet. Okay. But one of the things that... One of the weapons I found that I really, really love is this uh, shotgun I picked up. It's called a junkie shotgun. Uh, okay. It, it's... It's like a normal shotgun, but you do twice or four times the damage if you're wow. suffering from drug withdrawal. <laughs> what? So, okay. So, like, it encourages you to, take like, drugs. to take a bunch of drugs and then go through the withdrawal <laughs> symptoms just to make this shotgun more powerful. Wow. wow. Okay. How the hell does a shotgun know, I guess? But, um, well, let's not talk too much about Fallout. I actually want to talk about Fallout later when the Japanese version comes out. Because, yeah. um, Moss is yeah. probably going to get that. Yeah. yeah. So, are you, gonna, are you into that? Are you oh, yes. I'm, I'm kind of waiting. For yeah. Mm. Why are you waiting for that? I'm curious. Why? You could understand the English version. Are you just more interested like from a work perspective like a localization perspective or are you just more comfortable yeah playing that, that, it? that's one re- one reason yeah but, uh, you know playing playing a game with, in japanese is more relaxing mm. to me yeah <laughs> i totally yeah, yeah, yeah. Have to think about it totally. well, also i bet you know your wife doesn't speak english right so i bet uh, for her too she could like sit yeah, there and yeah. watch you if you want if you want sure, it and sure, enjoy yeah. it will she, she play it with you does she into those kind of games the bethesda you know uh, games? she's uh Pretty much fan of the post-apocalyptic. Oh, okay, thing. okay. Like Hooked on Ken or Mad Max. Oh, nice. yeah, yeah, nice. North Star <laughs> or Mad Max. Yeah, which okay. I finally saw. I think. Oh yeah, what nice. is between it's this like, and the last podcast? I thought it was fucking ridiculously amazing. Yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah. The first twenty minutes is just fan. like balls to the wall. The entire fucking insanity movie is. I mean, and I knew it would be from all. I felt like I knew what I was getting, but it like didn't disappoint me. Former intern Tom Ginger did a great job in that movie. He did. His, he was. Yeah. He was very good, actually. I didn't know he could act that, uh, but you know, he didn't. It wasn't a super stringent role, but he did fine, and it was mediocre. Yeah, Um, you know, it was a good like first role, good first Hollywood role. But like, yeah, sound system and big TV. I. I uh, first I was upset that I didn't see it in the theater, but yeah. I, I was n- not. I'm I'm fine with it. I mean, I would I would love to see it again in the theater, but 
having it on the at home with the subwoofer turned up and everything. As um, a small aside, in Japan, there they had like a cosplay screening of Mad Max. Did they? Where yeah, they where people would come and dress up as like you know yeah. war boys and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> what, did, awesome. did the game, did the Mad Max game come out here? Because the movie came out mm, much later. I don't know. I don't know, I kind of actually. I'm curious if it did. Yutaka is nodding yes that it yes. did oh, come gosh. out here. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm now curious, more curious, of course, to play that game. Mm. I'm. It's kind of sad to me. We talked about this on the podcast, I think, before, that it's got kind of middling. Yeah. Impressions from people, and also that it didn't come out when the movie came out in America is like right. one of the biggest missed opportunities. Mm. It's one of those things where, it, like, I think the movie is put on such a pedestal it could never like live up to that, and it was just going to get well. Just like I mean, the, the movie seems like a game in so many ways, yeah. though. I mean, it's really just like you know, maybe that game didn't do it, but watching that movie really made me feel like there's no reason why this could not be a fucking badass amazing game yeah i would love to see some people just get inspired by that movie and make a game in the spirit of the movie which no, exactly. is just like balls to the wall right. start to finish just non-stop like heavy rock guitar kind of game you know what i mean where you're just like constantly feeling <laughs> like a badass metal. yeah just doesn't even have to be a long game fallout and i'll be happy there you <laughs> go there you go this is the fallout mod that we're gonna mm. make right start, this is where it starts right okay. here convoy is gonna be what stages. it's called uh, post-apocalyptic convoy, P A C, pack, two pack, pack man. <laughs> speaking of the post, used. speaking Fallout of the post-apocalyptic, uh, yes, I've been playing segue. the Bloodborne DLC. Oh, okay. Ooh. Is that uh, apocalypse and Bloodborne? It, it sort of is. <laughs> okay. Basically, so what it is is this uh, is the old hunters, the old hunters. Okay, uh, and um, just tell me, have you been an alien yet? No, I have not. Okay. Um, Wait, what? So the you can be those you can be like alien. spiny like mothball guys that sh- yeah. the really annoying guys that sh- have you is that, is you that a spoiler not, not spoiler yeah, not much, no. okay. um, you can be those guys though the super annoying yeah. aliens <laughs> so uh, the the like other from software games to access this DLC oh uh, you probably got to play like you got to play a little something. bit of the, but it actually wasn't that bad yesterday I got on I was. I was at the very beginning of a new game plus, and I just like called in people. It's like they made it easier to co-op now, so like it was it was really easy to just get people to come into my game, and we just help like, you kick ass. Yeah, bum rush to the point where I needed to be, and it took me like almost less than an hour. Well, you're oh, kidding wow. me? Yeah, to get there, it was not it was not a problem. How many at all. bosses? Like uh, four. Okay, wow, man, you really tore. Can you co-op with just anyone? Like you can just get some yeah. You just ring the level. bell, and then people come in, and then but just, they're not like around your level, or they can be. Like, I, I think they over, get. Get brought down to your level. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But anyways, anyway. Yeah. So it took me about an hour to get to the where I needed to be, and basically, uh, whereabouts in the game for people who do know about it. Just give me a. I rough... forget the boss name, but it's uh, like after you beat that boss in the cathedral. Okay, the the blood starved beast. Thing? Not that one. The okay. other one. Different cathedral. The big. That game is like dog all boss. Oh, is it yeah. uh, the, the big white dog thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. So you beat her. You I, like I touch the skull. I wish everybody could see the, the gestures that JJ <laughs> was just making to describe this boss. It's and, up, moving his arms up and down. <clears throat> and then once you do that, you go back to the dream, and then you get this like eye, and then you go back to uh, uh, like the cathedral area, and then you stand in this one pl- uh, place, and then one of those big like Cthulhu guys picks you up. And then mm. takes oh, you. Oh yeah, yeah. And I know what you're talking about. In in the uh, the 
regular game, he'd just pick you up and kill you. But if right. you have that item, he'll take you to the DLC area. No kidding. So there was yeah. nothing to do with those guys in the regular game? I just thought I didn't know... There was... There is okay. later on Don't in the game. Don't spoil it. Don't there, spoil there it. is later on okay. in the game. But in mm. this this part, there was nothing... Gotcha. That thing did nothing but kill you. But right. now it does. Okay. Take you to the DLC. And it's That's like the, cool. It's the Hunter's Nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, where, like... It's basically a remix of a whole bunch of different parts of the game. Hmm. Um, and this is just the first part. Uh, there's, like, several parts to the game, right. uh, to the DLC, but I'm just in the first part. And it's basically, like, you know, it's just as it describes, it's like the Hunter's Nightmare. So, it like, it's like these grotesque versions of parts of the game that you've seen, and then there are, are a whole bunch of, like, the Hunter-type enemies in the game. Oh, yeah. Uh, in there. Yeah. Um, those are the, the hard fucking the hard dudes and yeah. like you know they they is that asshole that was on top of that tower <laughs> in there in any form because my bloodborne nightmare is just that guy over and over and over again <laughs> no you know what i'm talking about right no but there is a guy who walks around with a gatling gun okay okay um but so yeah uh i've only played through the first part i haven't even gotten to the first boss yet um but like my initial impressions are are actually pretty good because I think a lot of reviews talked about like reusing assets and stuff like that, but that doesn't necessarily bother me because like what they do is they'll put you in these situations that you're familiar with, right? And then kind of like flip the you know flip the script play on with you, your expectations. you, play with your expectations, mm, yeah. and like you like the the place where I fought that boss, right? Uh, the dog, big dog boss. Okay, like I go in there and. Uh, uh, you're like expecting some shit to go down. Comes down. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> and and like you see at the end of the cathedral, there's like the dog guy holding an item, and you're just thinking like, okay, I'm gonna walk all the way, and it's a long walk. Yeah, you'll go all the way down there, and you'll pick up that item, and then a boss fight's gonna happen. Right. But you walk all the way over there, you pick up the bo- uh, you pick up the item, mm-hmm. nothing happens. Oh, that's cool. And so yeah. you're just like, okay, <laughs> now right. it's like now it's like I don't know what with to you. expect. Yeah, exactly. It's very much like like remake. Resident Evil remake did that, and uh, uh, Metroid Zero Mission. I want to say is that the yeah. one that was the remake actually like messed with your expectation. It was like, okay, everybody knows there's a missile container here. Oh, wait a second, like there's. A, you know, a hatch or a, a secret that goes to the next thing. Right. Just like, yeah, playing with your your expectations. But yeah. so the levels and the enemies both are all like remixed versions. So the or? enemies are mostly new. Okay. Um, there's like, you know, they reuse the dogs. Uh, uh, but like all the hunters, the like the, the hunter dudes that are in the levels are new. They have do- new weapons. There's this one okay. guy with a the hammer that explodes when it hits you. Wow. Speed of which, do you have any new weapons? That's all I really want to know. So, that there there are a lot of new weapons. Yeah. I did get the hammer that explodes. Okay. What do you um, mean explodes? Uh, it, like a big explosion So like happens. you hit the ground and then it, and it goes... <laughs> or you hit an enemy and it explodes? <laughs> <laughs> what about the one the thing that was shown in all of the trailers that had the spinny blade? Flex- so one of the guys I co-opted with had that weapon yeah. and basically he just like stood up next to the boss and like had it out and it was just like stuck into it and, and it just like damage was going tick 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 wow yeah it's pretty cool that uh, weapon like the effect the particle effects looked just fucking badass on the sparks basically. yeah and 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 actually so another cool thing about it is that the so there are a lot of hunters and a lot of them are fairly easy to beat if you can parry well but then there are like these like super hunters that are like kind of off the beaten path i found one guy who was just like uh, uh, he's like this beast, basically, with these claw things, and he was just like super aggressive. Mm-hmm. Will like just go to town on you if you're not paying attention. It right. was like it's not even a boss fight, but like there's this huge challenge just from like walking around, and like mm-hmm. there's that kind of thing kind of 
and, and that wasn't just the other one. There was a couple others that I found that were like that, and it's like it's cool because you get challenge outside of the boss fights, right? And and those guys, when you beat them, give you pretty good loot um, that okay. you want to get. Uh, yeah. So it's not like a total waste of time either, and that's mm. quite a kind of what I like about it because I think in Bloodborne it was mas- mostly just like here's point A, get to the boss. You get there, go to I the next like boss. I feel like there were sometimes, like like the, the the example that we were talking about, the <clears> dude <throat> with the everybody who's played the game up to a certain point remembers this guy, the Gatling gun guy yeah. up in the tower, and then you were fighting, you had to fight another hunter down at the same time, right. and then there were other enemies running around. Where I felt like I felt like the hunters served the purpose of what you're saying in the right. normal game too, where it was like they're not the boss, everything doesn't shut down and whatever, but it's a particularly hard challenge while you're still having to fight normal enemies and right. do other stuff. Now, it, so yeah, like basically take that aspect and yeah. then make you know it everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Kind of Interesting. Yeah. Huh. It's are really the, cool. I'm I'm liking it so far. Are the environments like kind of the same? Because that's one thing. Like to me, thinking about going back into that game. I'm just so sick of like wet cobblestone roads and like samey, darkness and yeah. For the first half of the game, at least yeah. anyway, that I played, mm. that was a complaint, right? It was very kind of samey. Well, it's it's for one, it's daytime. Oh, okay. Wow. Boom. That's yeah. yeah that's kind of yeah. and like yeah, no, it's it's actually most of it is like kind of at the beginning, anyways. It's like mostly like kind of white colored with mm. blood on the Ooh, ground everywhere. Okay. That's kind Blood of on the dance floor. Blood <laughs> on the dance floor. Um, so you had no problems like uh, matching up with other players. No. A whole shitload of people obviously yeah. be playing this right now. Um, and actually, I did a little bit of co-op in the DLC area, and we we still died. Um, so mm. interesting. It's cool. Yeah, and I'm playing it in game, uh, uh, new game plus mode. So it's going to be a little harder, I think, if you're right doing it from there instead of the regular new game. What, what do you know about the transformations? Like, that's one of the big things now, right? There's that, yeah. There was that stat that nobody understood what it was until the guidebook came out. Right. And that even then it wasn't, you know, a lot of people were theorizing that, what was it called? It was like beast, the beast, it's not bestiality. Beast mode. <laughs> that would be a great I think stat. It, uh, <laughs> well, there was like uh, animality. I think it's just like beast animality. or something. But anyways, yeah. Uh, I haven't gotten that far mode. yet. But okay, okay. But I know, so, I know, you know about those works? kind of things, but like, no, I don't. Okay, I'm assuming it's just a, an equipable item. Okay, well, next podcast, yeah. Um, mm. I will, I will try and finish it this weekend. Cool. Okay. Um, Roy, are you gonna be playing that or what? <laughs> I don't know. I'm still pretty yeah, deep Roy. in Fallout. It's and like I said, you know, the thought of going back into that world didn't didn't do anything for me. But now that I know it's a little different, maybe. Yeah. Did you finish mm. Bloodborne or no? No, actually, okay. it's funny. I stopped right at the last boss because I was like, well, there's gonna be DLC. And they're going to want me to get really far in the game, so I'll just stop right here. Yeah, so you could you could probably just go straight to the DLC. Mm. Can you wait? If you beat it, do you have to go to New Game Plus? You can't. Do you, have you don't have save to. Game where you I don't could think go you have as soon as you DLC. start a New Game Plus, though, you can't go back. This boss exactly. is pretty right. early in the game, though, and it's right. also got like an extreme weakness. So it's like you could exploit it and just like rush through. I see. Yeah, I see. Um, well, speaking of exploiting and rushing through, I'm just looking at whatever the next game is. Um, it's just a. General segue yeah. to whatever we're going to talk about next. Um, I see Grand Knight History written down here. What the hell yeah, is that? yeah. I, I'm actually kind of playing through that right now. Um, it's a PSP game. It's PSP. It's, it's from 2011. Dust so it's it off. not really on the cutting edge. But this is a game that I Japanese, miss. Yeah. English. It's Japanese. Okay. It was um, released in America, I think. I don't think it was. Who I fact checked. <laughs> it it uh, it's by Vanillaware. 
Uh, and yeah. I don't know how I missed this because I, I like I loved Odin Sphere. Yeah. Yes. And uh, at the time that Grand Knight History was released, like I had money, so I don't know why. Like this just flew under my radar. Weird. Um, but the only reason I know about it now is because Grand Kingdom just came out, mm-hmm. uh, and it's directed by the same guy, uh, Deguchi. Yeah. Um, it's like a wannabe VanillaWare game now. Yeah, it's kind of a spiritual successor image-ish. Huh. Yeah. Uh, And I played the demo of Grand Kingdom, and I really, really liked it. And I was about to pick up Grand Kingdom, and I heard from somebody like, oh, is that the game that's based off of... It's actually, I heard from Django. Is that the game that's based off of Grand Knight history? And he probably got that from me, because I think we were talking about (laughs) it. And this actually was scheduled to release in the U.S. in uh, 2011 by Exceed, but they canceled it, because due to lack of resources. Ah. And as such, an English version never came out. Bummer. Okay, so the the new game that came out, Grand Kingdom? Grand Kingdom. Now, what system is that on? That's on Vita and PS4. That's on Vita Ooh. and PS4, and yes. that is the w- same type of game as Grand Knight History? Uh, it's very, very similar. Okay. Um, I would say almost the same from what I've seen RPG, so far. RPG, action RPG? It's RPG, yeah. uh, more of like a, kind of like a tactical RPG. Okay. Uh, the big differences <laughs> between uh, Grand Knight History and Grand Kingdom, from what I've seen, is uh, in Grand Knight history. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep them straight. Yeah. You're kind of in a grid, and your characters are kind of locked into place, um, yeah. and you attack kind of turn base sure. doing a typical RPG type thing. And you can spend one of your character's turns moving them. Okay. But really moving them around the board doesn't really provide much of an advantage or disadvantage. In Grand Kingdom, uh, your characters have kind of like an AP bar, like okay. um, where you have a certain amount of time. You can yeah. move a certain amount of space, yep. and then use uh, some of that space for your actions, like attacking. I call that a uh, grandia system because I am incredibly old. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's still my reference still point the show for that, that kind of thing. I yeah. feel like grandia still has like the best. Uh, combat system. I really liked that JRPG. system. Yeah. I have to say, I really liked the graphics at the time yeah. uh, too. And, and, and the main like character's name was Justin. <laughs> oh yeah. This is the same director, by the way. The Grand Kingdom is the same director as Grand Knight's History. So yeah, yeah as much as a spiritual successor, I guess it could be. But otherwise, it seems like it's unrelated. Spike Chunsoft mm-hmm. put this one out. So. But it looks very okay. similar, yeah. and they both have. Uh, they both play with this world map where you're playing as a chess piece moving around like from space Mm. to space Mm -hmm. and you'll uh, encounter random monsters or you'll encounter other chess pieces and those are the start of the battles Mm. that's another way that they're kind of exactly the same um, so Grand Knight, hmm. obviously, it's a medieval setting. Yes. Yep. Um, uh, very, like a Japanese uh, art aesthetic, or what kind of? Like it an looks anime a lot style? like the the vanilla wear style. Oh right. Okay, um, so right. if, if yeah. you think of Odin Sphere or uh, I must Dragon, have heard of this game. I mean, Dragon's Crown. The, the name sounds familiar. I but think it is... Brendan may have talked about it. Okay. okay. Oh really? Because <laughs> it is just Grand Knight history, and so it's such a kind of generic name. Yeah. It kind of sure. sounds familiar, even if you haven't. But so you. When's the last? What's the last PSP game you played? I'm kind of curious about this. Oh, actual PSP. Well, I I was still playing Monster Hunter Three for or months. Yeah, Third. Monster Hunter wow. Portable Thir- yeah. Three. Yeah, they're still releasing. They're still releasing PSP games, right? Good Second man. Trails in the Tits Two just came out, right? And for uh, Legend of Heroes Trails right. in, in America, Sky, second chapter, yeah, just came out for PSP and PC, right? PSP PC, and yeah. PC, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that yeah. And I've, I, mean, I also had bought. Yours out, you had your charger handy. Like I, I, you know, <laughs> somewhere I have a PSP. Somewhere I have a PSP charger, but it's not like you know well, in I, my I, bag. I would have to dust off. And I bought a, a PSP Go a PSP little Go. less than a year uh, ago. What really? Whoa. It's a great. It's a great console. Yeah. What? Great, guys. 
Vita, like I know this PSP is two in this room. We have two of the like twenty made. I will like, say 10%. though, I still see people on the train with PSP goes. What? Yeah, and it's not that rare. Once a year, uh, I don't even see people with regular PSPs. The only Come PSP on. go I've ever seen in a while is not that rare. Come on, considering how rare it should be. Wow. Like I will see maybe one a year every three months. The only one I've ever seen in the wild was mine when I sold it like five days after I got it to Wintern and I never saw the same guy on this. Maybe <laughs> it, is, it is always on the Tobitojo. It was you the whole time, or it was Roy. Maybe it was Roy. Uh, but but they're always they're always watching videos. Uh, okay, yeah. okay. Well, so um, so you downloaded it, obviously, yes. since that's the only thing you can do with that mm-hmm. um, thing. And uh, so, what do you what do you think? How are you? I mean, if you're how how far are you into it? Let's uh, it well, I've been playing for about. Oh, Four hours, maybe now. Okay. I just started this just week. Started. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I I got it just before I was going to get Grand Kingdom. Ah. Um. Actually, what stopped me from getting Grand Kingdom is I can't decide if I want it for PS4 or PS Vita. So you're gonna play this first. You're yes. gonna play Grand Night Story I first, see. and then you're gonna figure out. Yeah. You'll play the then, more modern the incarnation yeah. after. Okay. But so far, digging it, like, yeah. continue to play? I actually, I really like it. Um, You're I, into tactic RPGs? Yes, I was really into Final Fantasy Tactics when, okay. I, was, when I was much, much younger. I, I, I don't I want to know sunk, how old you were when I've Final sunk, Fantasy Tactics came out. I've sunk so many hours into Final Fantasy Tactics. In fact, was, I still have the Tactics uh, PSP version downloaded on my Vita. Oh, nice. And I, I boot it up time to time. I oh. I want to say Tactics came out. Did it come out in like '96 or '98? '98, I want to say ish. It was around '90. It was, it was like that golden, age, that that sort of final golden age of Square Enix, like '97 mm. and '99. Oh, you know what? It was right around there because it was there was an awesome, amazing official PlayStation magazine cover before I worked mm. there. Um, that was a great game that they had a Japanese artist make, but. Mm. Um, but yeah, so uh, that's cool. Man, wow. you got it. Must be nice to have time to restart your Fallout game no, and freaking play PSP games kidding. before the Vita game. I don't even have time out. to play Destiny, y'all. That's how fucking busy. <laughs> I gotta I have that's one right. game Project, at home and Project one game Z, on the train. It's, Project Z, it's for real. Project Z is real, man. I have not played Destiny in like nine days. Wow, okay. not that hey, I'm counting. Hey. We should give you like a badge, <laughs> like a coin that yeah, I, that I like hold a that I press into my hand really hard. When I, like people are like, "Zer is out this weekend," he's got this. I'm just like, just like pushing the coin into my hey Mark, even an impression. Why don't you try a little Destiny, man? It's only a little bit. Yeah, just come on. We'll just we'll just do we'll just do the raid. It'll be fine. You'll you can fine. quit right after that. <laughs> um, so, uh, anything else you've been playing, Colin? Is that is that uh, it? Just PSP games and and. Monster Hunter and, and Monster Hunter. Hunter. Okay, right. well, right on. More PSP games. <laughs> uh, Roy, what's the last game you played on your PSP? Go. Probably, I think it was Breath of Fire Four because Capcom nice. came out with Good like choice. a, a uh. digital version of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was, was that cool. Dragon Quarter. No, five. Oh, five was Dragon, Dragon Quarter, okay. which was also a really good, actually. Uh, you know. Move around with AP, attack with AP. Mm-hmm. That's the only mm-hmm. one I haven't played of the. Dragon. That's a really good one. You gotta, you gotta check that out. Uh, the Breath of Fire. I missed games, that yeah. series before they Same, handed it over man. to China or Korea or uh, wherever it went. Uh, well, who else has been playing anything? I'm still playing John. Xenoblade. There yes. you go. <laughs> I've heard of that game. Heard of that game coming that out. Game is coming soon. out. Well, this is our finally. Last podcast before it comes out. It's crazy. So it's December fourth. Yeah. Uh, you, of course, everyone who's listening to this podcast already has a pre-order, so we don't even have to. <laughs> 
mention that right. uh, in their exclusive art book and soundtrack uh, USB stick and uh, all. Dude, of that. that art book is nice. I don't know if anybody somebody got it already and and did a, like an unboxing on YouTube. <coughs> oh, nice! It is legit. Like it is so much better than, than the, the Japanese and European is. art books. It, is. it makes them look like trash. Yep. It's so nice. Yep, it's big. Um, in fact, they just announced a, an art book that's going on sale in Japan, and I almost wonder if it's not like based off of that thing because huh. you know they're actually selling it for like thirty. I know they away. did. Yeah, there is stuff from the talk that at PAX like there is stuff in there that wasn't in the japanese one so like yeah yeah i'm still playing it man i'm how still really digging it how about, how I'm about hours? 35 hours okay. in i lost you know five days last weekend because we went away we were in kyoto to uh do some That's business right. stuff and celebrate the 25th business anniversary and pleasure and yeah why don't we talk about that so that was rad we uh we went out to kyoto for for work we happened to be in visit nintendo and do some stuff and then we were uh we were out and about celebrating a uh, friend of the show, Jake Kazdahl's birthday, 17-bit. Uh, and uh, f- other friend of the show, Mr. Aonuma, A.G. Aonuma, producer of Zelda, showed yes. up to hang out. That's right. That was that was awesome. we got to have him on the podcast sometime. <laughs> mm. He's great. We hung out with him for a bunch of hours forget, and drank. Friend of the show, Bill Trinan. Friend of the show, Mr. Bill Trinan. We always going to mention him next. <laughs> we, uh, we spent actually half the weekend with Bill, too, yeah, hanging out and having a really good time in Kyoto. It was great. And uh, on the on the anniversary of the Super Famicom, 25th anniversary, we, uh, we took the train out to Nintendo's original building, the uh, the playing card, you know, manufacturer building from, like, the 50s or whatever What do they do there now? Nothing, as far as I could tell, although a light was on, which was, like, really intriguing. Yeah. It's like... Who is so in there? Saturday. That's, what, the that's where they're working on the NX. The that's, what ah. that's what we were like. That's, that's VR. This is their, <laughs> this, this is their VR lab. Yeah. No, this is where the hologram system is being made. Like yeah. no one would ever think to look here. Right. Um, the front yeah. door is like gated and has like the, the old school kanji on it that's not even in use anymore. And like it looks like you're entering like a Zelda dungeon or something. That's the old um, Wonka factory. Yeah. It's basically, what it looked like a lot yeah. of what it looked like. There's a big plaque, uh, one in Japanese, one in English on it. Yeah. And it's a very long building. Like, it was very obviously at some point, I mean, it seems very obviously ha- to have been a factory, like a warehouse old or school, something. Yeah. Like, mm. It was a very narrow and long building, which seemed to be like, a, you know, I would guess like assembly lines or mm. like different, you know, parts of a process of, of making the cards or whatever it was. Um, and yeah, it was like the uh, the nerdiest thing I've done it was in great. a very long time. Yeah, man, but it was fun. I mean, we were, we, were, we were out. We were there. It was like ten minutes from where yeah. we were staying. Anyway, and it was you, you had been there before, I think. Right, I'd like been there years before. Ago. Yeah. I, it was my first time. It was Bill's first time. It was Jake's first. time. Really, so, Bill? Yeah, never been there. I mean, there's no reason to go there. It's not like they use, they don't use it's it for business on anymore. A, it's a building that you see in a plaque. There's no yeah. like a tour or anything like that. True. But um, but you know, it is just still knowing how cool. old though, and like I mean, this this is going way back. This is when that was the red. So that used it's very calm, just like quiet neighborhood now. But that used to be Kyoto's like red light district. So like. But it's nothing at all like that now. So just thinking that, like, you know, 60, 70 years ago, whatever, it was a completely different, bustling place, you there know. Prostitutes cool. all over the place. Probably. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, they were, like, 80 years old, though, now. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we did that. That was fun. So, yeah, we did um, that. But uh, but you were talking about... Because of that, I wasn't able to play much Xenoblade last right. weekend. But, uh, yeah, I'm, like, 35 hours in. Did you get your skill? I got my skill <laughs> nice. at 30 hours, nice. which is probably a little fast because I've been skipping, like, half the cutscenes because, I mean, we directed seen them. A million them. Times. Yeah, we, we've seen them. Yeah. Um, and uh, some of them though you still watch because it's just that good. <laughs> ten right? out of ten. I do. You know, you're when just you... like this is like fine cinema. 
I would pay to go and watch this on the big screen. The voice yeah. acting is amazing. <laughs> Whoever wrote this really does deserve the Oscar for video games yes. that doesn't exist yet. You were making comment, I thought, earlier about a character that like surprised you. What, what? I uh, Well, you know, when you oversee like a voice recording project, in any voice recording project, it's a lot of work and it's stressful. And it's me personally, I'm always like, thinking the worst like oh it's not as good as it needed to be we need to do, we need to do that right like, it's tough it's a hard job to do it requires a lot of focus literally like eight hours a day of doing nothing but staring at somebody speaking and like directing them like you can't mm-hmm. like pause and look at your phone or like browse facebook or go take a break you're just hardcore in it and when you work on something that long you lose sight of like yeah, you got to trust your instinct and just hope it's going well. So now I get to play it finally in a natural environment. We're not being tested. Right. We're not right. testing it. We're not doing You've anything. You've had some time between when recording it and then now. Yes, exactly. And uh, and no, I I mean I'm happy with it. Like considering the circumstances, no people don't see the inside. But like no project ever has as much time you need and everything else. You know, you're always like got to work your best in a tough situation. But given that, I'm actually happy with it. Like even the a couple of actors that I thought oh, I could have we could we could have done a better job with those guys, you know, actually turned out really nice. And so, um, you know, so far so good. I mean, I'll be very interested to see the the reviews, of course. So far so good. Like yeah. the impressions, yeah, impressions have been, been very positive. Pretty those, positive. Those are next week, right? Those are, I think, yeah. I mean, they, yeah. They have November thirtieth is the review week. actually embargo deadline, so it's a little bit before the the release, which is super exciting. Dun, 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 dun. Um, and you know, we don't talk too much. I don't. We don't need to get too into it or anything. But like one thing we haven't talked about before, I think, which would be interesting to fans of the series, and this was definitely intentional, is that the people who worked on this game, we got we got the whole gang together for this. So the guy who led up Xenogears translation helped us produce this. Uh, we did the three Xenosaga games, so we worked on this. So right. we basically have, like, Takahashi-san, who's, like, the producer, uh, the director of the series. Like, we have the Xeno kind of history all in one on this sort of uh, right. This team. Right. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. yeah. Um, so people who are, you know, uh, excited about it, uh, it's out in week, and we definitely want to hear what you think about it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the, um, well, is there any other, <clears throat> like, anything? We talked about the, on the last podcast the game, the gameplay, a bunch. Kind I know, of. I feel like expect. we've talked about it so many times that I don't even. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't want to retreat old ground or whatever. I mean, retreat it, re- retread, whatever. How do you say that? <laughs> no, I don't right. speak English. I'm in Japan. <laughs> um, and uh, Wait, who is in charge of the Xenoblade? Uh oh. Actually, screwed. actually, it's Xenoblade. Oh um, no, but um, yeah. Uh, God, there's so much we could talk about. I don't even. I wouldn't even know where to go. I, you know, this massive, massive localization. The biggest game we've ever done. Yep. By a lot. Yep. And uh, it took, you know, a, a good year. Um, I've been very happy lot. to see, like, a lot of the uh, the impressions of people, and this is, you know, even of, like, a week or two ago, that um, it does seem to me that people are putting the time in on the game because it's a yeah. game that... that that need that deserves that 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 it's this is not a game where you're going to be like oh i i'm totally. only going to have 10 hours to ever play this game this is you a can't. game to lose yourself into mm-hmm. yep. to go super deep on and, and so like it's really refreshing to me to see you know um youtube videos and and reviewers that came in former guys and, yeah um, they had a really nice uh, 30 minute yeah, video the game explain people some of their videos you yeah. know they're very much like a well this person's played it 80 hours this person's played it 40 hours this person's played at 30 hours and their impressions actually mostly mesh but it's uh it's just good to get the word out that like this is a really deep huge big epic crazy massive thing 
And so, like, you massive know, is definitely uh, the word I would use to in, in, in totally. every way, you know. And um, and it, if you expect to go from zero to sixty in like uh, two hours, like it's going to be, you're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to want, where's my scale immediately? All yep. that kind of stuff. But if you go, if you know going in, and that was the thing that I've been really happy to see about the coverage, it's getting across knowing going in. Be ready for this giant, huge adventure. There's going to be just tons of different, I mean, both in, like, quantity and breadth of the types of things you can do. Um, There's just so much that it's the kind of game that, you know, behooves you to be talking to your friends about it, too, and being on the Internet and, and, um, you know using a guidebook if you if you want to hurry more but if you want to just experience it all yourself or whatever just have a lot of time set aside yeah, set right. aside for it's it. the There's, kind of game where like your your play time could be drastically different from the person next to you you like you could be the kind of guy that right. like does it in 40 hours but like roy has been like playing for 160 hours and he yep. isn't even as half through the if game you're a completionist, you know, and you have to fill up your what you know, whatever your collective survey rate and your collectopedia and your this, your enemy index and your this and your that. There's so many things to do. There's always not even just like a couple things. There's like multiple things happening all the time while you're playing this game. So like you right. can be like you know you just go accept a bunch of uh, you know basic quest uh, missions and then go out and you're like advancing the story or you're doing affinity missions. But at the same time. Because you're traversing this gigantic world, you're picking up random items here and there. You're just like clearing other missions that you didn't even intend to by like getting items that you had right. to gather. And you're you know you're building up your 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 basic level. You're building up your class rank. You're learning new arts. You're leveling up your arts. Right. So it's just nonstop a, growth, basically. And that was mm. the feedback that again you know reviews aren't out, but that's the the feedback that I've been happy to hear from. From the YouTubers is that it, it, they were saying that it doesn't. It's this huge world, but it doesn't feel like a grind because you're constantly finding new places, or something's always new is happening or unlocking, or you're achieving like three different things, you know, at once uh, while you're out there and things are going on. And so, like, you know, I haven't heard anybody complain about like, oh, like it's it's too long. I really wanted to rush to get to this part or whatever. Yeah, no, and you know, it's super. I mean, so far. So right. far, so good. No, yeah, so they can't far, be too so critical before the reviews come out. That's probably part of you know that could be part of the mm. part of the reason. But like, knock on, knock on wood. Um, yeah, well, people like to bash. I think it's kind of like it's it's in uh, it's in season to like bash JRPGs and bash bash games coming from Japan in general. But I've been really surprised and happy to see that people are seeing this game for what it is, which I think is like incredibly impressive. Like the scope and scale of what this is. GameSpot um, Alexa has a really nice. Uh, feature up on GameSpot that just came out like today and yesterday, a uh, two-day feature, like an interview with Takahashi. Oh, cool. Going into like the sort of the, some of the design decisions and like why is like some some parts of the game gated? Like, you know, you can't advance right. the story until you do certain things. And right. when you read that and you see what the thinking was behind it, it all actually makes sense. This isn't some guy, This, I mean, he was like from the Final Fantasy Golden Era. He used to be at Square. He made Xenogears. He made Xenosaga. And like he, you know, basically is like respecting the player's time and trying to find ways to make the game interesting but also trying to evolve it. He plays Western games. He plays, you know, The Witcher and Fallout and everything. Like, he's not right. just trying to make another JRPG. He's trying to make, like, the next level of, like, hardcore yeah. RPG. Right. And in that sense, I think he's definitely succeeding. So there have also been, uh, a, uh, in addition to all of this chatter, of course, there's been a lot of other 
chatter uh, about the game, especially in like right. certain you know uh, quarters of the internet, referring to like changes that were that right. happened for the for the localization. And uh, on that stuff, I think it's pretty much similar to what we we talked a little bit in general about this kind of stuff a couple weeks ago because you know some people and we totally understand come to us and they're asking us about it and stuff like that um you know of course we can't really talk about that stuff um but um you know i think the thing that i talked about i think it was like two episodes ago that i would just um say again is like it's it is probably more complicated than it seems like from the outside in terms of like those decisions are made by like a lot of people we don't even know all the people that that, right. that make those decisions and right. the, the the factors that those decisions are made based on some of them probably seem like oh well it's just this and but uh, there's ones that we probably don't even know there's just every all of these kind of decisions are way more complicated than they seem like from the uh from the outside so while we you know i think we're super sensitive toward towards this kind of thing um as well having grown up with uh games being brought over mm-hmm. and, and translated where it just seemed totally arbitrary why something was changed or something yeah. was changed because of ignorance of what the of what the subject matter was or or you know things were yep. changed for like just really dumb reasons um but um you know and that is the kind of stuff that's like proven out by by time um but uh i would just say yeah like we i totally understand why people are are asking those questions and and um talking about that kind of stuff and but it, and unfortunately you know we don't have all the answers i would just say though that you know just remember it's very easy to assume like i see this going on right now with the uh with the dead or alive beach volleyball thing where, where people <laughs> yeah. are like, well, this is why they I did know. it. And then other people are like, no, what are you, you're an idiot. This is exactly why they did it. And, and I, I don't know, you know, the true depths of that, what's going on with that news story. I've just kind of seen it in the, in the edges too, but like, I'm guessing it's not an easy, super, you know, it's not one easy uh, answer. Like it's right. probably super complicated and maybe it's some reason that we'll, We'll never even know. But anyway. They, yeah. they put Doge memes in DOA as well. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, man. You get you got it. Yeah, the uh, good old Doge. You know, and, so and uh, like Such you know, alive. localization is uh, there's there are these huge debates on like to what degree localization is to and I'm not talking about the the things you were talking about now, I'm talking more generally, like when you're translating a game, there are like, you know, themes and this, that and the other thing. All I would say to Everybody thinks they're the biggest fan of a game in the world. They're the ones who know everything about the game, and it has to be their way. And you can never, you know, satisfy everybody. But what I would say, at least, is that we are, like, we have the greatest respect for the creators of these games. We actually talk to them regularly and discuss things, you know, and what to name things and whatnot. Nothing gets named out of, you know, out of the blue. Like, everything is discussed, the pros and cons, and should we call it this, and should we do that, and everything. Right. And, you know, in our case especially, too, like... Uh, like I like I said, we worked on the Xenosaga games. Like we know how deep these themes go and everything, and we talk to the developers and they we respect them and they respect us and like yeah. trust us. Like everything is in there that needs to be in there, and it's all you know done yeah, with I mean, a great amount of love. Two people can totally disagree about something as well, too, right? But it's yep. like uh, we just want you know, let's just not question. I think 
we're your greatest ally. Like, believe it or not. Yeah. Like, like we really, really, really take this stuff seriously. And the Treehouse guys really, really, really take this seriously. I mean, we work with people from time to time who don't take it seriously. <laughs> and it's really tough to take <laughs> it seriously when the client doesn't take it seriously. Treehouse at Nintendo takes their shit super, super seriously. Yep. So, yeah. um, so uh, anyway, uh, enough talk about that, though. Maybe we will talk more about it. Uh, about Xenoblade uh, Chronicles X in general uh, next week or yeah. next two weeks from now. Once mm. the people are actually out there playing it, we can talk about the reviews, um, you know, uh, about uh, how the localization was, was received. And uh, and it's and got a huge kind of online stuff. component. Like, if you're a fan of games like PSO oh, yeah, or, right. or, or Monster Hunter even, like, this is... I mean, it's not the main focus of the game by any means, but it's, mm. it's just one of those other things. This game has kind of everything. And, like, there's this there's a you can go out in parties of four and play multiplayer quests with people and like that's a I'm super looking forward to that that's half the reason I'm playing now like I want to play with you guys like you listeners yeah. and 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 you know other people playing the game so so yeah. yeah and people who know and listen to this podcast like we we will not do a hard sell on a game that we actually don't like believe in we'll just <laughs> yeah. like we'll just like let it come out and yeah. we won't talk a, a whole lot about it but like yeah, obviously this is one that we actually do believe in, and all disclaimers here. Normally, like I know. this is all Don't lies. Believe, yeah, we all do. Lies. We are paid by Nintendo. To Dollar bills are like floating down obviously. on us right now. <laughs> they do as send we us talk. free copies in them. of the games to review. Buy Xenoblade Chronicles well. X now. Now and get your free art book better than the Japanese art book. <laughs> um, but um, what else do we have to talk about then, Masa? Hmm. Do you want to talk about Soma? Oh, yeah. Is this the game? Did you take a day off to play this game? (laughs) (laughs) I think you did, didn't you? No, no. You were going to. You were thinking about it. Oh, actually, I already finished the game. Oh, you already finished it. Okay. So what what is it for? What what, what were you playing it for? What system is it? Who made it? What's the kind of basics about Uh, it? I forgot the name of it. Name of them, but uh, that's okay. I forgot the dev team, too. But they're the guys who made made Amnesia. Made Amnesia. Amnesia. Yeah. Something for pigs. I don't even know. Machine for machine for pigs. Yeah, Yeah. I could be totally wrong, but (laughs) so it's it's a a kind of science fiction horror Mm. horror game. Yeah, first person game. So it takes place in the future. Ah, yes. Okay, future. And I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, don't spoil. Yeah, right. So yeah, it's basically you find yourself in kind of looks abandoned. Mm. Deep sea facility, mm. and mm. no one's there. Mm. And then you find the machines and robots are talking like they're as humans. Okay. Um, you don't want to say any more than that. Well, you don't. There's no combat, right? That's like if there's I'm no no. It's not a guns brazing game. And Good. Are you just running yeah. from robots? Yeah, there's no no <laughs> cool. way to fight against uh, well, let's say enemies. Okay. Right. Okay. Sure. So aliens. Yeah. Just confirmed aliens. Robot aliens. No, no, no. You no. said it with your eyes. With the no, 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 no. <laughs> there's no aliens. Okay. Oh, well, now there's no aliens. Spoiler. Now we know. Oh, yeah. my you goodness. Spoiled that there's no I aliens. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. It's underwater. It's crab people. I was going to say, it's just sharks, right? The sharks. It's <laughs> yeah, like it's the deep sharks. blue sea. The sharks mm. go sentient, and then they're talking to each yeah, other. And giant fish. And, uh, and you played this on LL PC, cool right? But it's yeah, also on PS4. Yeah. I didn't realize until, but it came out on PS4, like, a while ago, actually. What is um, Soma? Does it stand for something, or do you know what the name means? Uh, Soma is, is, I think it came from um, Indian mythology. 
Okay, it's using it. It's using it in that sense, like Soma right, yeah. as okay. the like. Okay. Mm. Um, so y- you liked it, I'm guessing. If you played oh, through yes. it, you did. I, I don't understand why it's so largely ignored in Japan. Yeah, it's it's. Is it out in Japanese? Actually, no. the, it, oh, okay. it, it, it's in America too. Like um, Amnesia was like this huge thing, but yeah, Soma right, kind of came right. out and was like, okay. Well, it's weird because yeah, because those games are also really big uh, in mm. like streaming, streaming yeah. the YouTube mm. communities, like any horror game. But but right. I think Amnesia was was particularly big, and so mm-hmm. I would have thought any kind of follow up with uh, mm. them would be. Has it been localized at all, or is there anything uh, to localize? You mean in Japan? Yeah. No. Oh, well, it's, I think some, some fan people okay. did localize as a mod. Okay. Is there a lot of uh, voice in it, or is it mostly text? Uh, it's, uh, yeah, I think it's, there are more text okay. than... Yeah, it's the, frictional just, games, by the way. Nothing to do uh, with frictional pigs games, or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they did make the amnesia... <laughs> um, no, the, the, no, that's the, the name of the game. The, oh. the, the add-on the to Amnesia was oh, Machine okay. for Pigs. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Oh, you thought that he was saying the developers... I thought you were saying the developers Machine for Pigs. For pigs I'm like, mm, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> but uh, so uh, what was like just really scary or what was your... Right. Uh, <laughs> what do you like about him? Uh, before telling that, I'm not a horror game fan. Okay. So I'm... To jump into play, yeah. basically, yeah, play mm. horror game. But uh, well, I um, I almost uh, stopped playing playing the Soma mm-hmm. a couple of times <laughs> because, because it was so scary, too scary to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not you know kind of you know it's, it's kind of, it's not a same scariness as you see ghosts or zombies. It's, right. It's much more... Like psychological? Psychological, yeah. Like it gets under uh, your skin. Yeah. It's, kind of, it's not mm. jump scares. Right. Yeah, it, uh, sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> yeah. it is. Yeah. It's not jump scares except when it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, cool. And uh, like, how long roughly did it take you to finish it, just out of curiosity? Actually, I thought I played more than 20 or 30 hours, but it, I, I well, the I saw the... Clock. Yeah, game yeah. crack on Steam. And how long and, uh, was that? Sixteen hour. Okay, that's that seems like a good Pretty amount decent. for yeah. like, a, like a horror game, though. So highly recommended. It's got the yes. master seal of approval. I think so. Cool. It, I want to try it now. Highly rated by m- many game media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. It's weird. I had never even heard of it until Masa right? mentioned yeah. it, but yeah. it came out in September on yeah, like Windows, Mac, and PS4. But um. You know, I'm always looking for horror games to play with my girlfriend because she likes to just watch horror games, basically. So I'll definitely check it out. Get this. Yeah. I like the setting. It reminds me of Bioshock a little bit. I thought, oh, mm, yeah. Like scary Bioshock. Mm. Yeah, I, when I first saw it, I thought it was all taking place in space just from the little clips because mm. it's kind of got this futuristic in feel. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Underwater. I didn't realize it was underwater. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anybody right. been playing anything else that we didn't? Uh, we're probably time to move on. Actually, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, we why don't move we? On. Why don't we take a break? And uh, when we come back, we will have JJ has a big bundle of news here that, that I'm seeing the first time um, <laughs> about the Game Awards and Nobi Nobi Boys Girl. Uh, and uh, <laughs> he's literally just Valkyria, Valkyria Chronicles, which <laughs> I will no someday, someday know how to pronounce uh, when you got uh, it. when we come back. Stick around.
All right, we are back with the new news. News, news, new news. <laughs> yeah. It's not as good if you, people can't see you doing the motion the, you just yeah, did with your hands. Yeah, my T-Rex With talons. Is that what that is? <laughs> Uh, the Game Awards are coming. The 2015 Game Awards. Apparently, these are the Oscars of video games. The Keeleys. Um, which Keelys. I think has been an expression that's been used about 20 or 30 times. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think we're there yet, guys. Yeah, but, uh, you know. I liked them last year. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was fun. I'm ready. It was yeah. fun. I think, I think maybe, like, the awards that they do at the GDC are more, like, or, like, DICE are more... Meh. See, that those are the other ones that I'm referring to that are, like... Referred to as like, but they the don't Oscars have of the game. They don't have the spectacle of of new game announcements. So that, I mean, half oh, the oh. reason for this that is the oh, exclusive. Oh, exactly, it's, it's more like the MTV Video Awards. It is, it is. But I mean, that could be good, and that usually is good. Sure. I mean, what did um, what was um, Jeff promising on Twitter? Like 10, 10 world exclusives and wow. ten something or others. I, I don't know, Sounds something cool. like that. Um, Maybe so. that's what we're seeing. Metroid finally. There you go. That payoff on that pin, finally. Yeah. I think that but we got the payoff on that pin, JJ. Weren't no, you watching at E3? We didn't. we didn't. Weren't you watching at E3? Hush. What was that? What is that game even called? I don't even I'll know. I'll give $5 to anybody who can remember the name of that Metroid game that was shown at E3. Dread? No. <laughs> no. Not the E3 2015, John. Not yeah. like E3. Like oh, Federation. Too late. Fry, fry. No, Federation yeah. is in the name. Federation. <laughs> something, right? Federation, Federation Friday. Force. <laughs> <laughs> you Fred, Fred French fries across the galaxy. Um, I love the nobody. I was actually kind of worried yeah. when I made that bet that somebody would get it, and I owe somebody five dollars. Yeah. Um, it's Federation and Forces in it too. Is it not just? Federation I think it's Federation Force, Force maybe. All right, somebody look that up while I talk about these uh, nominees. So, uh, five nominees for the coveted game of the year. It's coveted because I'm told it's coveted. Yes. Uh, Bloodborne, <coughs> Fallout 4, Metal uh-huh. Gear Solid 5, Phantom Pain, Super Mario Maker, and The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. It's a pretty good list. They're good nominees. It's it okay. It doesn't have your, your number one. Undertale. Well, it, well it, it comes later. But I feel like this is such a safe list. Like, really? Well, Fallout, that's a good, I Fallout that's a good 4? List. But they are, it is kind that's of a mainstream. A Metal Gear Solid 5? Intended. But, but what, what on? The, yeah, Metal Gear Solid 5. Are you fucking kidding it's me? It's a AAA, you know. Dude, that come on. There are there are the ga- fuck there are on. games out there that like push the envelope more and are yeah, but more this outstanding. Isn't, this isn't like the art house. It's right. like award. This is like some safe ass list. That is the game of the year. You can't expect like, Halo Five Guardians. Really, that would not that in game the game of the year. That's oh, not in the game. I'm looking of at the wrong thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So again, <laughs> I would I would Blood I would pick I would pick, I would pick Splatoon over Super Mario Maker too. Okay, well that's you know, yes, Splatoon that's your, I think is, yeah. is worthy of a candidate. There. I mean I oh I you know I well again that's that's what makes horse races right. It is Federation Force by the way. Oh <laughs> shit, there it is. Um, because uh, I would yeah Super Mario Maker no question. Yeah. Um, so developer of the year we won't learn to talk about that, but. Uh, best best independent game. Yes, best Uh, independent game. Undertale. Yes, it should win. There you go. Though I think I think Rocket League is probably going to get it. Rocket League. That's a tough thing to go up against. You got Ori the Blind Forest. Undertale also. Yeah, Undertale appears multiple times in this. It does in in this. Good, but see, like I feel like Rocket League could could easily go in like the best games of the year, too. 
Really? Like I, f- I find you it like weird that like they like there's like the kid table where the the indie games live. <laughs> well, well, these are always tough. I mean, these yeah, are yeah. You gotta the- when you vote on these things, you realize like okay, like we got five slots. Like they limited it to five. They didn't do the Oscar thing where it's just like fuck it, let's just throw twenty yeah. movies in there as like best movie of the year thing. Um, I'm I'm very happy that there is a best narrative category because. I that is something that's lacking from a lot of mm. award shows, and I feel like that's the only place where where writing you can't really say writing because it takes yeah. different forms. It's not always just writing, but I am glad that that is in there. Um, yeah. No best localization award, <laughs> not yet, not yet, not Next yet. Um, but. Um, Anything else interesting to talk about in here? There's games for change. That's like the Art Nouveau. That's kind of, yeah. The, um, games that kind of try out weird things and yeah. do cool stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, solid lists. I don't know. Besides Undertale, um, which which maybe it's only a surprise because it just came out. I don't see a lot of super oh, surprises. Um, well, yeah, but I mean, that was probably on the list before it came out. Yeah. Uh, Monster Hunter mm-hmm. 4 Ultimate is in best mobile handheld mm-hmm. games. So nice. that's an 8-4 joint. That's um, we- I don't like that they... I mean, I guess right? there's not that enough games to have a handheld. That doesn't seem right. Hey, just be... like That's pretty cool. The, the Monster Hunter it, game no, is it, on no, the totally list for best to mobile be handheld sure, game sure, of the sure, year. Sure. Like, let's mm. just fucking enjoy that for a minute. <laughs> <In here>. addition, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> instead of like saying like Monster Hunter, people are just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like It's actually on a list here. No, I didn't even. When we talked about Cross earlier, I for the first time I think ever on this podcast, I didn't feel like we had to have a disclaimer beforehand or anything. Like it's it's no longer the you know outlaw. It's like it's a game that people everybody. I mean, it sold millions of copies like overseas. Yeah, like, yeah. it's it's a it's not a, a weird foreign thing anymore. There's but actually. It, oh, sorry. Go ahead. It is kind of weird that like Monster Hunter 4G, which is like this huge ass game, is going up against. Which I, I love Downwell. Don't get me wrong, but like Downwell. I know is it like feels this, like a, it feels like they belong in a different category. Yeah. Right. Well, you just did, were, you were just saying that you wanted more weird experimental things in the game of the year. Thing. That's not what I'm talking about. This this they're they're what they're doing is. Putting handheld and mobile games together, yeah, and I do think they should be different. I agree. I agree. Oh, really? Yeah. You yeah. think they should be two? Because they're two. Yeah, they are like, completely different. I see. Two different experiences. Um, or let's just do this one. Most anticipated game. If you had, if you were a voter and you had to God. vote between these, Horizon Zero Dawn, No Man's Sky, Quantum Break, The Last Guardian, and Uncharted Four: oh. Thieves End. The correct answer is F. Near Two. Oh. <laughs> Curveball, curveball. <laughs> I think you know it's kind of it's kind of a toss up between No Man's Sky and Last Guardian. See, yeah. for me, it's Last Guardian Horizon. For it's me, Horizon. It's Last Guardian yeah. by a long yeah. shot. Not Last Guardian close. has been most anticipated for seven <laughs> years. Running. No Man's off. Sky is there to, to be sure, but right. um, but yeah. I think I, my anticipation level for the Last Guardian is still low because we still don't know much about it. That's true. Mm-hmm. There's not mm-hmm. much yeah. new stuff. Yeah, that's sure. where I stand. Um, I am very sad to see none of us made it on the uh, trending gamer nominee list. But <laughs> we need um, to get a YouTube channel. There's always next that. year. Are they doing like a viewer's choice thing too, or like where you know people can vote or whatever? I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> that usually gets uh, the best game. I mean. yeah. No, I'm sure there's something in here like the Mountain Dew Fueled by Dew Award for Best Dewy uh, Game Dew. Mountain Dew. Um, <laughs> Miyamoto and Tezuka discuss their favorite Nintendo games. Um, I saw that came from Children's Technology Review. Oh, that's from like June, by the way. Yeah, it's it was like hidden in there, but I think it was kind of interesting because, I mean, uh, surely someone's asked this question to Miyamoto and Tezuka before, but right. I feel like this is the first time I'm hearing it. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, when I think about it, it's like, well, in Miyamoto's Super Mario 64, which is pretty awesome. 
uh, because it was new, challenging frontier in game development, to be sure, and uh, Tezuka's is Link's Awakening because it was, quote, fun, unquote. I feel like that's kind of like shots fired what, at Ocarina. Why? No, I mean... <laughs> I don't think so. Come on. There's a lot of... I mean, there's a lot been written about um, about Link's Awakening, yeah. actually, yeah. And, and the process of how it was made, and it was just like a thing people were doing for fun and just like really a labor of love. So, like, yeah, I, I, this is not them saying this is the best game that I made. It's just, I think... The, well, what they like. Their favorite, yeah. Um, loading screen jam. I don't. Uh, do you oh, want to talk so about that? yeah. What this? Why this? Why this was picked out? And why yeah. this is interesting? So, do you guys remember in the nineties where Namco there was time for clacks? There was time for clacks. Yes. Where they uh, had na- game na- playable games during loading screens. During loading yes. screens, yeah. they patented that. Yes, I remember that. Galaga. So apparently that patent, that patent just expired. Uh oh. Really? And yes. oh, now shit. you're able to put mini games in your loading screens. And so to celebrate is that, why that, Battlefront has that Star Wars Battlefront. I mean, it's not a mini game, but you basically play a game while your game is installing. Maybe, uh, hmm. uh, but now there's like a uh, a game jam that's starting as of this podcast release, uh, where people are going to make that is brilliant. Oh, yeah, that's that awesome. Fucking really loading cool. screens. I mean, I could say like if Destiny had some, there's a lot of loading <laughs> yeah. in Destiny going back and forth. I mean, probably it has to be because it's an online game, but that. If they put something in there, that would be kind of yeah cool. expired of like as of like last week. That's cool. Well, I That's wonder awesome. if we're really going to see like a ton more of that stuff now. I then so. um, I mean, load times are you know better than they they're pretty pretty sure. good these days. But um, so Nobi Nobi Boys Girl finally reached Pluto. This is awesome. So yeah. um, seven years almost since uh, the uh, PlayStation Three uh, download only Nobi Nobi Boy was released um i forget what it is that actually uh stretches him out or her out i guess i believe it's eating things and then stretching okay as yeah. people play. and then reporting that to the girl yeah so the 51 people still tinkering away at nobi nobi boy have helped girl travel <laughs> just over five uh billion i guess that is kilometers america got there first yeah. and uh <laughs> which in the game's slightly wonky solar system is enough to help it reach the planet of pluto uh this according to Eurogamer. Dot net so um that's pretty cool uh, yeah at some point going, at some it's... point they like uh made it so it's easier to get farther mm-hmm. um but right, right, yeah right. They, still, did, they did handicap it a little it's still bit. an amazing accomplishment and now they have to go back to the sun, to yeah. the sun. <laughs> they have to go back yeah. <laughs> also thought it was kind of interesting because pluto is like this rainbow mm-hmm. um but now we know what pluto looks like so it's kind of weird <laughs> Anyway, you're like calling, calling you're disappointed. Bullshit. It's, no, well, no, no, it's, just, it's just one of those things where it's nice like, try, oh yeah, that, that game was made in a time where we didn't know what Pluto looks like, and now we do. Talk about she's such. Well, a I hack. don't think we ever thought it was a rainbow. Yeah, <laughs> we had a general idea. Sure, nobody sure. tell Takahashi's not a rainbow. Sure. <laughs> don't tell him. Um, so PS2 <laughs> emulation coming to the PS4 in probably the most botched, uh, horrible announcement yeah. manner I didn't ever. Even know this was legit. Um, yeah, yes, so, but they haven't really. Sony it. confirmed with Wired, we are working on utilizing PS2 emulation technology to bring PS2 games forward to the current generation. So, like for discs or for downloads, they or? have nothing further to comment at. This You're going to have to buy your games over, dude. Just, just not well. To, we don't know that, but I mean, that's possible. Come to terms with. I that. mean, if they're spending money on making I it happen, and it seems like they are. Yeah, then I don't think this is going to be something where you're going to be putting any PS2 discs in your PS4 anytime soon. But, um, yeah, apparently this all came out because, like, a bunch of the Star Wars PS2 titles, right? Um, yeah. 
uh, came out or whatever. Um, there's a bunch me. of comparisons on Digital Foundry if you're into that kind of thing. I need to get Super Star Wars for PS4. No, I'm you don't. Play again. No, yeah, you, really, you really don't. You don't like that, that game? game is that not game is as good as... <laughs> garbage! Thank you. Are oh, you no, kidding no. me? Not as good as it is crap. I think it's a it really... cookie cutter... Super Star Wars? All it's of those garbage. Games. It's not... All three of them. A, by no means a AAA game, but it's not garbage. It was like an interesting... I think it's an interesting... You garbage know, memoir cutter, of its time place place walking left to right enemy here place <laughs> walking left to right enemy here okay okay like oh let's, it was what we had they at the tried time. about 20 percent harder than every other licensed game at the time that's true there were no like jumping broomsticks i will say 20 percent. <laughs> i will say 20 percent harder than every than the jumping every broomsticks were a game. thing in the 16th yeah. era weren't they yeah <laughs> i'm telling you like like yeah i mean there was the equivalent of that they basically took out the jumping broomstick sprite <laughs> And they put in like that that ride. thing with only two uh, legs in the Jawa. Um, who knows what? Who's a Star I'm Wars not, dinosaur? I'm not that guy. No. <laughs> okay. So in the Jawa little thing in the original Star Wars, the Jawa Land Cruiser thing. Yeah. You see for one moment only, and there was a toy, of course, made of this because there was a toy of everything. It's like droid. a box with two legs. It's a droid. I totally know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Somebody out there, podcast listener, knows what knows this the is. Name. Tweeted, he's like screaming it right now, <laughs> and I, I say he because it's a he. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, you, that game was garbage. Totally left field thing here, but did you guys? I, I somehow missed this. Like for whatever thirty, forty years, did you guys know that the? Did you guys ever notice the scene where Darth Vader in Star Wars like is coming through the doors and the stormtrooper hits his head? Yes, yeah. I have like never seen that till this week because they did something really? in Battlefront. There's like a there's like a thing. Oh, did in, they really? You, yeah, like in the background brilliant. where stormtroopers are walking and one of them bunks his head. That's awesome. I had no, somehow never noticed that. Um, yeah, I think that that game got a free pass because it had mode seven text thing and it had like a <laughs> decent approximation of the Star Wars music, which you can like play on a whoopee cushion and people will be like, "That's the most amazing! Oh my god, hot battle!" Oh. Anyway, uh, Disgaea finally heading to PC. Yay, Roy! Nice. Nice. Yay, Whatever. Colin! I'm not gonna play it, but that's that's good for some people. The uh, strategy <laughs> RPG. Appropriately retitled Disgaea PC. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? Well, for Clever. the usual Steam accoutrements, such as achievement and badges, UI is also getting an upgrade. Hmm. Uh, this according to our friends at Polygon. Thank you. Um, by Allegra. Allegra. Allegra Frank. Um, whose name might be in copyright violation of the... Uh, the pharmaceutical Allegra. Um, <laughs> Bugsy is also planning a comeback for some reason. Can you believe this? <laughs> okay, I'm just now reading this. I'm just really, really like reading this uh, for the first time. <laughs> the Bubsy 2 for a coin no press release from current publisher Retroism. <laughs> it's like, like the paper. Has and there's a trailer. <laughs> it's too far. Is a re-release yeah. of the Bobcat's first two 2D platformers. <laughs> Bubsy, Bubsy and gets Claws his Encounters of the Third Kind, <laughs> and Bubsy Two. Wait, Bubsy Two is just called Bubsy Two. <laughs> it was like Bubsy in Claws Encounters of the Third Kind, and finally, like you know what? Fuck it, Bubsy, <laughs> Bubsy, 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 Bubsy Two. Um, the oh. games will be available. Oh my God! Please, people, is there a way to call people to stop things from being greenlit? <laughs> I don't know. Can you vote against in greenlit? I think you can say no. Please, people, we don't. We very rarely ask you to do anything <laughs> on this podcast. 
do whatever you can to stop this. I, the best I'm, not, thing, I'm not advocating anything here explicitly. <laughs> let's I'm get just this up saying, on Steam Red Light. Let's get do there. what it takes like, to make this not happen. <laughs> um, the worst thing about Bubsy is that like his whole character is basically a, a t-shirt with an exclamation point on it. You know what? You cannot. It's you start a sentence like the worst thing about Bubsy. There's just you can't. Just don't even. It's like how low can you go? It's just there's not. It's not even worth even broaching. Our friends at I Play One Podcast are probably partly to blame for this, right? Chris uh, CJ was one of the first. Chris Johnson, yes, (laughs) the first pro Bubsy. He made, but he put Bubsy on the map. That's right. Probably got tens (laughs) of game fans. Fox quote on Bubsy 3D, which I still yeah, I I can't remember. We can find it very quickly and easily from quoted as Electronic Gaming Monthly because he said it. Oh my god, that game. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's talk about happier things. Um, Odin Sphere, which we actually uh, mentioned earlier. Yes. Um, I'm so pumped for the remake. So, yeah, so this is the, I don't know how to pronounce the Left Reifreiser. Left Reifreiser. In uh, 8-bit. You can play it in 8-bit before you check That's it out so in 8D. In cool. yeah. uh, 2D. HD. Yeah. There's yeah. a Twitter campaign. It's going to be in the browser. Yeah. Uh, 28,888 people retweeted about it and wow. they decided to make it. I think the music's being done by Professor Sakamoto. He plays in the trailer, anyways. Nice. nice. Uh, and yeah, it looks cool. It's like a little added bonus. Cool. So that's coming sometime spring 2016, the actual proper HD game. The browser game uh, is, yeah, I guess, coming out, going to come around on the same time. Um, so. Uh, friend of the show, Kudot's Noda, um, he of the um, the uh, foot of a foot of, <laughs> foot of a what do you call? I don't even remember. Avatars? No, then they have some stupid name for them. Ever seen the foot of a? What are they? They had some stupid name. God damn it! We I can't even no remember idea. that. Yeah. What are they called? The stupid things on uh, the Xbox? Yeah. Well, no. Um, anyway, <laughs> I think they're avatars. <laughs> No, he's like, I'll, I'll I'll have seen the... Okay, anyway. Um, anyway, it's going to be uh, focusing on improving human interaction methods like voice and gesture on Windows-powered devices and applications. Hmm, okay. Mm. Um, so he's moving out of, I guess, the purely more game-focused uh, role. And uh, there's a couple people now uh, taking over. The, um, Hondo, yeah, they and... Really? Yeah, <laughs> Ever seen the bottom of an avatar shoe? Is that what he said or something? Yeah, something like that. Um, <laughs> bam! I no, just, bam. bam! I'm still looking for this this Bubsy quote, oh, okay. and I I found the other name. Just look for the box. And I will. The, yeah, the, but the, like, look at the box art. So there was Bubsy and Claws Encounters of the Furred Kind. Then there was Super Bubsy. Then there was Bubsy Two. Then there was Bubs Bubsy in Fractured Furry Tales. Yeah. And then Bubsy in 3D. And Bubsy is 3D in Forbidden How Planet. Did so yeah, many Bubsy games. Is, is this like a more. Europe thing? Is this like a Britain? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> they're like we can't get more sequels to Zool, so we're just going to. I, I take knew people Bubsy. who own those games, though. Know? I rented them, well, but they were, were like terrible. Two. I mean, at the time, you <laughs> between were sessions of, of Booger Man, we were playing. Uh, uh, yeah, we're playing Bubsy I mean, too. I blame you. Well, yeah, you and your generation. Stunning. Dot 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 original dot 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 Bubsy 3D climbs back to the top. Check it out, EGM. Oh my god. For shame, Chris Johnston. You will never live it down. Never live it down. It will be on your grave. Stunning and original. Original. Like to call Bubsy 3D original. Uh, um, yes, so uh, we mentioned this earlier, but uh, Valkyria Chronicles. Uh, it's exciting. Your revolution. Yes. Yeah, you were 
big into the uh, yeah. Yeah, we're, strategy yeah. RPGs. Yeah. I think you were talking about it a little bit in the last podcast. I'm just so glad when that news leak. My biggest fear was that it was going to be like just a mobile thing, right? Or, no, like a Pachinko yeah. game. game. Nowadays, when you see a like a, a, a trademark registered in Japan, it's always like, Ugh, it's mobile. Yeah. It's either Chinese mobile <laughs> Pachinko or Chinese mobile Pachinko. Right. Just to temper expectations, I think the developer is not the usual. Dev- it's Media Vision, right? But Which, the director is the same guy, is it? That's and there's nothing wrong. Media Vision are good, but they're they're kind of hit or miss. Those are the Wild Arms guys, and mm. I think the Chaos mm. Rings there, guys maybe on iPhone. There is talk too of the the battle system being different. different. Yeah, quite yeah. a bit different. Mm. We'll so uh, it's coming to PlayStation Four um, and uh, next year, 2016, uh, being joined by an HD remaster of the first game in the series. Um, that. That's pretty cool, yep. yeah. but no launch date confirmed. Everyone should yet. play that. If you yeah, if you didn't play it the first time, yep. please play it. Uh, Dark Souls 3 creator wants to pursue new types of games in the future. Uh, wait, is, are they talking about Miyazaki? Yeah. Okay. So basically, it says Dark Souls 3 is like the last Dark Souls. Mm. Mm. Really? I would yeah. like to see them in new settings, like, you know, futuristic settings, well, sci fi okay. settings. I think he says, let's, let's be clear. I don't think it'd be the right choice to continue indefinitely creating Souls and Bloodborne games, he says. He says follows up by saying he considers Dark Souls three to be the big closure on the series. That mm. doesn't necessarily equate to the same thing, but it is like it does kind of seem to be saying, you know, we talked about like this becoming kind of a genre, yeah, mm-hmm. and them like taking part in it indefinitely. That that's not. I'm glad that he doesn't want to do that. Like he, he Dark wants Souls to just typing. Yeah. He goes Dark he goes baseball. on to make his Nobi Nobi boy. Um, yeah. A sequel to Mother three is quote impossible unquote. Uh, this is according to creator. Um, Shigesato Itoi he uh, said uh, among big time pop stars if they you know put out 10 albums around the 4th album they can't make very good songs he told this to Game Watch <laughs> Japanese website the albums sell but everyone at the concert wants to hear songs from the first 3 albums everyone hmm. and then he says uh, he has no plans to return to the franchise confirming the sequel would be impossible this is a uh, translation I guess yeah, I, I didn't realize that this was news I thought he said something similar he you know, said, like said it in, years ago. in the yeah. past he was like yeah you're living mother for right now in your everyday life <laughs> oh, that's right yeah mm-hmm. Didn't you meet? Uh, I did. Boy? I did. I met him with uh, with your friends at Fan Game. Friends of the show. We should talk about that uh, in depth probably at some point, but uh, but not before we talk about PS4 sales topping 30 million units worldwide as of November 22nd. Mm. So that uh, puts it in a nice spot for the holiday season. Mm. Um, I noticed it's X- ahead of the PS2, by the way, yeah, in terms of sales in the same, same point time in the market, period. which is pretty cool. I noticed Microsoft doesn't talk sales numbers anymore, which must mean they're getting <laughs> yeah, no, I, think, I think, in fact, they announced that they were not going to do that. <laughs> gonna, oh, yeah, yeah, they're going to focus like, on Xbox wow. Live or something. We want to focus more on yeah, Xbox <laughs> Live <laughs> numbers or whatever. Yeah, losing. Um, yeah. Well, that's a sure sign you're getting your ass kicked. Not the quantity of people playing, but the quality <laughs> right. of people playing. Like, the <laughs> only got one million, but they're the best one million. The SAT scores of the average Xbox player. Or it's something. like the share thing. Right? So is this Black Friday deals? Yes, Black oh, Friday awesome. deals. I was going to ask if we had Black Friday deals because friend of the show Cheapy D That's sadly right. is not here. But by the way, people, if you're listening to this, I mean, you're obviously hopefully going to be listening to this before Christmas. But if, especially if you're listening to this Thanksgiving weekend or anywhere around there, this time of year is awesome time to go to CheapAssGamer.com. Yep. Yes. For your gifts, for yourself, for everything, you can get crazy deals. Even stuff like you know your your PSN account. I got like five or six years now of PSN because I've gotten them all in like Black Friday deals yeah. and getting those like uh, annual renewals. So some highlights here. Um, does it say where 
Um, yeah, up these here things it's are... Best Buy, Target, Oh, Walmart. there you go. Okay. So, yeah. Um, Bloodborne. Wow. God damn, really? Yep. 16 bucks at uh, at Best Buy. That's in parentheses, uh, and it's highlighted. But um, the highlighted even, ones are the best deals. Oh, okay. Even goddamn, even at like Target is twenty bucks, twenty five bucks. Nice at, man. It's at twenty dollars for the DLC. Too, yeah, right? you could basically so. get the full thing with the DLC for forty bucks. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it is retail, but you know what's awesome? Amazon has a holiday thirty code that's good to like the 29th. If you put in like all caps holiday three zero, you get thirty percent off any hardcover book. And oh. the Xenoblade strategy guide just happens to be a hardcover oh, book. Shit. There you go. Get on that. Why is it 30? What's it the 30th? Beats me. It's holiday 30. I don't know. Um, Dragon Quest Heroes, uh, 40 bucks. GameStop. Destiny the Taken King. There you go. Uh, $32 at Best Buy. Um, Dark Souls 2 is kind of weird. This is like the same price at yeah. Best Buy as Bloodborne. They should just put them in a pack together. Is it the, the regular, bucks. the vanilla Dark Souls I'm guessing 2? that's the new one. I'm guessing that's... Um, Wait, the HD Scholar one is, the first. is 16 bucks. I'm, I'm assuming. It's, it's SPS4. I gotta get on that. Yeah. Um, Metal Gear Solid 5, $28. What, what's the parentheses number I in the other know, one? Actually. Okay, maybe it's like... It may be like a, on like a, a special time-sensitive deal or something. Um, but even at 35 bucks, that's a really good deal, which is what it's selling in a lot of other places. And uh, Shadows of Mordor, 30 bucks. Mordor. GameStop, there you Mordor. go. Splatoon, uh, 25 bucks at Walmart. Nice. Damn. Wow. Um, Smash Brothers, also 25 bucks at Walmart. That's pretty, pretty good deal. Good, yeah. Um, that's awesome. I'm glad oh, you printed that out. I was thinking at the, the bottom there are thing. the deals for systems. Oh, okay. Uh, there's like a Uncharted bundle for two ninety nine. There's some damn good bundles with with, yeah. with games. Um, this is something, yeah, that's good. The Xbox One with uh, one terabyte with Tomb Raider three fifty plus controller. Um, this kind of stuff. This is all. Is this from the the NeoGaf thread? This is actually from this. This is a, a, a Google Doc that someone on Cheapass Gamer posted. Oh, nice. Okay, awesome. So it's it's probably being updated constantly. But just so go to Cheapass. Go to Cheapass Gamer. Yeah, for that stuff and for a lot more of those kind of deals. And and also those like what are those like Amazon Gold Box deals? Do they still do that shit? That stuff gets crazy. That stuff gets crazy on uh, cray, cray. Black Friday and Cyber Monday and, and uh, JJ Tuesday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Speaking of gold, you know what's out soon, too? I don't know if we mentioned this before, but um, that Legends of Localization book on Zelda is yes. shipping soon from Fanny. Yeah. From, uh, it's really, really we should talk about it in Clyde depth, Mandolin. actually. Yeah. yeah. We should go. We have an early copy here. Maybe next time we can talk about it. But, yeah. Um, it's really super well, rad book. Really nice. That. They have, like, really cool photography that they took of, like, a... TV screen. This is, doesn't really play over podcast <laughs> radio, but like they like took an angled shots of a close up of a TV screen and uh, of Zelda, and it's just cool, like interstitial for the chapters, and it's yeah. just really those fan gamer guys do not do bad work. Period, yeah. and mm-hmm. this is just really gorgeous, really laid out. It would make a really good gift for any like Zelda fan, like yeah. really really nice gift. So check that out. Uh, also, also, yeah. Check out what? the Street Fighter 2 remaster by That's Fred right. Wave. Which is like sold out already, and yeah. they're due to the soundtrack, to be clear. Yes. Official soundtrack, um, <laughs> remastered from the art, straight from the arcade version. Our friends, the former intern, the former intern uh, Alex Annual. He's probably and sitting Mohammed. on a pile of money right now. Pa- pals in the game industry and some money I'm sure I don't know yeah. if it's a pile but, uh, but it's a really looks like a really nice package it's a Street Fighter 2 soundtrack and there's a vinyl version as well um, or you can do to the digital download if you're not into that yeah and I think all the physical ones come with a digital download too but um, yeah hit those guys up happy for them super cool. happy for them yeah yep 
And uh, yeah, we'll be back with more um, more holiday gift ideas uh, in two weeks with another podcast. But before we end out, I want to throw one more thing in okay. uh, because by the time this goes out, there's only going to be one more week left for the Indivisible uh, Indiegogo campaign. Oh, uh, yes. that's right. Yes. and I really want to see that succeed. So nice. Okay, it's getting yeah. close. I've got Let's money help in our friends yeah. there. It's, yeah, yeah. We talked about, about that last time. Three hundred and fifty thousand away. So it's, it's on its way. It's on, you it's you can take way, care of the rest of that. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just cover that if you don't mind. Um, but yeah, that's those are good friends of ours and, and a good looking game. Try the demo if you haven't already. We talked about it last. Yeah, some PS4 is on Steam. There you go. It's on fucking yeah. It's on all that shit. So on your Raspberry Pi. Check it out <laughs> and uh, check us out at where can people check us out. At our website, a-4.jp, on our second home, giantbomb.com, and uh, there's always a thread on NeoGAF. Uh, we have uh, a Facebook, search for 84. The Facebooks. We also have a Twitter at 84Play. Mine is SPRSK. I'm at Mark MacD. I'm at Colin Now. I'm N. Andabar Hataya. I'm John TV. I'm at Kotori. And follow me on Instagram at justin.everson. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Caught me napping. Uh, well, for that, JJ, uh, until two weeks from now, you can take us out. King of Fighters 14. Let's go. <laughs> Is that a thing? Or it's, watch, watch the trailer. Okay. <laughs>